She's oh using no. Her hands. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, so you go, go go in and tell. Yeah, go, somebody's gonna go in and tell somebody. We I have to go tell. She's doing her whole car. She's even touching it with her hands. She's gonna be so smelly. This is nuts. Someone tells. I can't believe she's doing this. Surely an attendant is gonna come out and see what she is doing. Well. Also, think about how much money she's spending because she's running right this now. This is the. Oh my god. Now we're good. Welcome back, <laughs> beautiful and amazing human beings. Total boomer move uh, made by me, but that's okay. We're learning. We're uh, figuring this all out here as we go along. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings, one more time to the We Are Change podcast show. As Of course, we have a very special show ready for you guys and gals. As Of course, we have a guest here that flew halfway around the world just to be here. Not really, but he's here anyway. 
Uh, and that, of course, is Sargon of Akkad. We're going to be talking to him. We're going to be talking to Clint. We're going to be talking to our button pusher. We have a lot of very important issues to get into today, especially when it comes to the canceling of Russell Brand. Who's going to be canceled next? What's going to be happening in the 2024 presidential election? We're going to be talking about all the latest developments with Ukraine, with the immigration happening in the United States, and also, more importantly, in the United Kingdom. So, those issues, plus many more, will be addressed here, so make sure to share this video with your friends and family members as we are going to be live for the next hour or two hours. If you want to be a part of the conversation, make sure to check out mysuperchat.com. Any kind of donation will be read here. Any kind of question, any kind of input you have, we will be directly interacting with you through mysuperchat.com as, of course, we are fully demonetized on YouTube. We're also streaming on multiple different platforms. And also, more importantly, instead of giving YouTube a 30% cut of the Super Chats, here with mysuperchat.com, it's only 3% of the Super Chats go directly to the payment processor. Everything else goes directly towards growing and expanding this independent media operation. We've been messing around with live streams for a while. We've been having a lot of fun with these podcasts. We had a lot of episodes that have gone viral. Hundreds of thousands of people have been watching. You guys have been loving it. So we're going to be working on this for... The foreseeable future, as of course, we're also working with companies like Rumble and potentially we'll be exclusively just working with them in the future. So lots of really exciting things happening, even though there's a lot of a bigger cancellation happening to a lot of prominent individuals. But we're going to get into that plus a lot more. Joining us for this very special conversation is, of course, the one and only Carl Benjamin from the Lotus Eaters, a.k.a. Sargon Avocado. How are you? And how does it feel to be here in my beautiful Miami, Florida? I'm really great. Thanks for having me on. And you can tell by the sun that I've caught today that I'm not used to it. Uh, I'm pretty red in the face, I've been told. And it's because we've been standing out in the sun all afternoon. And uh, uh, hopefully in a couple of days I'll go brown. But uh, it's been a bit much. It's not going to happen. You're blushing because Clint's right next to you. Clint, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. And uh, I'm glad... We got to infuse some Americana into his life. Uh, you know, go go straight to the, you land in America. You go straight to the gun range. That is perfect. Pretty much. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown. I am just pleased to be here once again, and this is going to be a good one. So let's get into it. Yep. Stephanie was also hanging out today. She also went to the gun range with the bloke, and uh, we we taught him about the the American way, and we taught we ta we taught. Carl, how to defend himself. How, how, how are you doing, Steph? I'm doing great. I had such a great time, and I was pestering Carl with lots of questions about England. <laughs> and the Queen, which uh, we're going to be getting into in a little bit here as well. But I wanted to talk about our first story, and that, of course, what is happening right now to Rumble and Russell Brand. As, of course, Russell Brand actually released a very short video on X denying a lot of the allegations against him and saying that he's going to be doing a full show on Rumble this coming up Monday. So I think a lot of people are going to be on that particular platform. I think a lot of people are going to be watching that platform and waiting to hear what he has to say, as, of course, the allegations against him have been very bombastic. But I think it's pretty clear that this is kind of an organized campaign, also by the British government now, that is working hand-in-hand -hand with big tech when it comes to censoring and trying to deprive him of his income which is absolutely freaking crazy, as, of course, we have our first article here by Forbes that is titled, Rumble Slams Disturbing Request from the UK 
government over Russell Brand's content as Rumble was very quick to respond saying, hey, uh, we don't destroy people's lives over accusations and we're going to actually wait to see what happened here before making any impulsive judgments based on a government that can't handle any criticisms of themselves. Carl, that's your government. Why is your government? Why, 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 why did you do this? Why, why? I'm blaming you, Carl. I love your American radio presenter voice. Like, it's so weird. I don't have one. I just talk like, like I talk everywhere. Um, yeah, no, no. It's, it's actually really terrible, right? And it's actually, I mean, really, there's a kind of constitutional crisis that sprung out of this because um, this is unprecedented, obviously. She's, she's a sitting MP. She's a member of the government. She's on... Who are you talking about exactly? A, a Dame Caroline Dininage, or I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, actually. Let's I'm going to pull her up. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she, she was on this committee, and it seems that she may have circumvented the committee itself to send an email on, you know, official government email from uh, to TikTok, Twitter, Rumble, and Facebook. Uh, and she doesn't say expressly, but she does say something along the lines of, we're concerned that Russell Brand is able to earn money on your platform. Have you got the exact text up? I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm about two-thirds right of the way now. down. She says something like, we're, we're, we're very concerned that Russell Brand is still able to make money off your platform. It, it, it sounds like a mafia threat, almost. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. like, hey, we know what you're doing. You better stop if you know what's good for you. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's an exact quote about two-thirds of the way down that's just chilling, to be honest, because it, it does sound like a mafia threat, threat, right? But the thing is, the worst part about it is, that this, this is genuinely a violation of the Magna Carta, which is not something we normally have to invoke in everyday life because it seems to be, you know, such settled law and constitutional law, you would think. Or so we thought. So we thought, right. And I, I'm actually going to give you the exact quote because you'll see exactly how she's, uh, she's violated this. Because it's, it's kind of crazy that you've got to quote this, right? But I'm, I'm reading from the UK Parliament website here, right? And they say, only four of the 63 clauses in Magna Carta are still valid today. One, in part, 13, 39, and 40, Right. And she's actually violated Clause 39 there, which is, quote, no free man shall be seized, imprisoned, dispossessed, outlawed, exiled, or ruined in any way, nor in any way proceeded against, except by the lawful judgment of his peers and by the law of the land. Wait, hmm. we, have, we have her picture uh, pulled up. Try, yeah. try to do it in a pompous British womanly accent. I'm afraid I can't <laughs> do that. But, but this is crystal clear. Uh, dispossessed, proceeded against. Right. And this is exactly what she's done. And there hasn't even been a charge filed yeah. against Russell Brand yet. Oh, well, that's what makes it so egregious is that there's there's primar primarily anonymous allegations. Right. You know, it's like so you can't even face your accuser, yeah. much less have an investigation, much less present counter evidence to your defense. Like, yep. who are these people? This is the relationship I had. These are the sour grapes that I'm dealing with. Yeah, yeah. you know, you can. There's yeah, many yeah. claims that he could potentially make, but he probably doesn't. I, I'm not even sure he knows who they are. Well, you know, what? I, I there are a bunch of them that are actually kind of specific. Like I was in this place in this time and he did this. And so I'm sure that he does know who they are. Hmm. And so, I mean, what happens if Russell Brand basically reveals who these people are? Well, it also depends because he was also on a lot of drugs. And yeah, he yeah. also was a big partier. And if you're drinking yeah. and partying, this is why I said from the very beginning, like we should always wait until we see exactly what was going on here. True. Jake Shields released a very interesting tweet talking about this very specific matter being like, oh, yeah, just one of the women regretted it later 
you know, majority of the women here are, are kind of anonymous here, and and what passes for actual abuse, mm. and and what is you know not actual abuse, because I think the lines also have been blurred here in a very weird weird way, where sadly this has been weaponized to invoke emotions for political purposes, yeah. rather than actually go after real predators, because there are real predators out there, there are real monsters out there, you know, like like Prince Andrew, uh, individuals who uh, of course are a part of the royal family that have used royal family protection in order to get away with some really awful things as the UK government and the UK police are like, we're not even going to investigate you. We're not even going to look into you, even though there's a lot of proof. There's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of photos. There's a lot of accusers actually coming forward and saying, hey, this is me. This is my face. This is what I have to say about this particular matter. There, there's a lot of different stories that, that, uh, that are coming out right now about Russell Brand. And to, to be quite honest, I, a lot of them seem bland. One of them is I asked, Russell Brand asked me out, and I said no, and uh, he jeered at me. Well, I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm like who, who cares? Why, why does that matter? One, one of the ones is Russell Brand, Brand flashed his penis at me, and it's like, oh, really? And what did you do? Well, I went and on a date with him and had sex with him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dated for a few months, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. That, that's a really weird response to, <laughs> to that. Um, but the, the thing, I, I think you've hit on this, something there, because... The, the, the thing about the media, the fourth estate, is that the power of it and the, the value of it to a democracy was actually meant to be holding the government to account. And so, okay, well, we're going to tell you what the politicians are doing, and then the, the people will know, and therefore they can then use their democratic power to take action. This is the media doing what they should be doing against the government, against a private citizen. Exactly. That's the problem with Exactly. This. And th there was a, I think it was NBC News, they, they tweeted out an article and they said, Russell Brand attacked the UK the government. Thing about the media. It's like, good? Right. Like, what? Attack Russell Brand, a guy with a podcast, is attacking the government? Well, well yeah, that was N NBC News reported on that yeah. today. The, yeah, the, yeah. the British government went out of their way. To, button pusher, where are you? Button pusher, you're supposed to press, press, press <laughs> the button. I'm going to put you on camera now. You're supposed to push the buttons. I, I'm here doing a million things. I'm like trying to email Rumble right now and trying to communicate and trying to read the super chats and trying to read the regular chats there. But but the UK government is the one who is taking away his income. Yeah. And they did it already successfully from the British government. Uh, sorry, from, from YouTube. From YouTube. Yeah. But, but specifically, we have Twitter standing up to them. We have Rumble standing up to them. Yep. Now they're going after Rumble's advertisements. As, of course, many prominent corporations are pulling their ads. But the question is... Who's making those corporations pull ads from Rumble right now? Who's the one demanding that they stop um, their advertisements from Rumble? Who's the who, who's doing that? What do you, who who do you guys think? Well, I think it's just kind of an extrapolation of the ESG framework, where you you use uh, coercive pressure as opposed to like like you said in the letter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we're concerned. We're concerned that you're allowing Russell Brand to make a living, as if <laughs> as, as if, if he's wrong. been convicted <laughs> yeah. at, of anything, much yeah. less even really charged or genuinely accused. The law doesn't say, oh, you've been convicted of something, therefore you're not allowed to earn money. Right? Well, the of course, law doesn't say that. Even, exactly. Even if there was due process, even if he yeah. was convicted, it's still. I still don't want to live in a world where the government is reaching out to private corporations and saying, hey, we're concerned that you're allowing this guy to feed his family. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not your business. I mean, the, the punishment is you go to jail. We've, it's, it's crystal clear, and it's the same for everyone. You go to jail, exactly. and then you get out of jail, and you can. We consider your debt to society to have been repaid. We don't steal your business. We don't put you on the street. We used to not. Uh, we, that, yeah, <laughs> sorry. You know, you are absolutely right to correct me on that. 
it used to be <laughs> that you had some rights, right? right? But that's uh, but the whole thing is really pernicious, right? Because just think about like the structures that we're looking at here. We've got a private citizen who's using an alternative media platform, N uh, not just the alternative, but like the primarily Rumble is the most important one, I think, in this particular conversation, and he is saying things that we I guess, I guess we could just broadly consider to be dissident right there, there has been a kind of hegemonic narrative that power structures that we know are intric intricately linked with one another we've got the media we've got big corporations we've got governments we've got ngos all of these things are in a are basically a big bubble that, and we know that huge amounts of money and power and influence from people flow back and forth from these and they've all been projecting the same message and it's the same everywhere, and you're not allowed to criticize it. And on YouTube, if you criticize this message, I'm not even going to say anything about it because I don't want to get you flagged or anything. But we all know what the message is, and we all know what happens to people who say things against that message. And now it's gone even further where someone's not even in this bubble, and the, the whole thing has turned its eye of Sauron on Russell Brand, and they're like, right, we're going to destroy him. Yep. We are going to ruin this private system. Why? Because, and they literally say in the allegations, we're concerned about the number of people who listen to Russell Brand. He listens to millions. We felt it was appropriate to come forward. It's like, right, so this is a political hit job. Because I don't know the truth of whether Russell Brand has done anything wrong. And to be honest with you, like you Americans may not r realize this, but Russell Brand was famous in Britain for about a decade plus, And he was really annoying and he was oversexed and on drugs. And so, hey man, if anyone's done anything wrong, I could believe it might be Russell Brand, right? But I don't know and I'm not interested in pursuing anonymous allegations, right? Like, that's the least credible kind of allegation in my yeah. opinion. Especially from 16, 20 plus years where they're coming up right now from yeah. anonymous individuals yeah. who are like, yeah, Really bad person. Really, this to me just like with yeah. the Kavanaugh stuff, right? exactly, and like they did to Clarence Thomas. This is a continual playbook that they've been using for decades, and it's the same apparatus that's been doing this. And so now I'm just like, look, it, you know, until he literally goes to the court of law, gets the judgment of the, his peers, I don't care. Same boat. Well, it, it's not even about Russell Brand for me. It's yeah, about the absolutely. precedent. And the, the the first go for the audience, I'm sure you guys will remember, about two years ago now, they went after Joe Rogan. Yep. Joe Rogan had migrated away from YouTube. He had migrated away from most of the uh, the the main avenues that they had. These back doors through either the uh, CDC. You had all these letters that were coming out from the FBI to these institutions that they were saying, "Hey, what's up with what this guy ha has to say?" Well, he was on Spotify, which was a private institution. He also had a contract uh, to the tune of over a hundred million dollars. Very tough guy to get rid of. So then you use the ESG pressure to try and get his advertisers to pull from Spotify, so that then the contract is no longer tenable. They essentially try and bankrupt the entire organization if you won't go along with it. It's the same exact thing that's happening with Rumble and Russell Brand right now. It's the precedent. It's not about Russell Brand particularly, even though I do like him and I like his takes. Uh, it's just about what does this portend for the future for people that are in the dis dissident communi you know, yeah, if community? They could, if they could take down Russell Brand, they could take down anyone. Of course. And yeah. I, I think all of us are, are on that list, whether you're male or female. I don't think it matters. Everyone right now is a, a, a target because as soon as Russell's gone, they're going to go after someone else and then after someone else, uh, someone else. And this is not the first time that they're using this kind of technique. They used it very successfully against Julian Assange. If you remember WikiLeaks, if you remember the incredible work that they were doing, that was very important. That was that was that was exposing the horrible, darkest secrets of the U.S. government. Literally re releasing helicopter American drone footage. 
of murdering American journalists from Reuters and then lying about it and then obfuscating information to the families of those victims. And seeing that, that kind of video, seeing that kind of horror for the American people was, was a game changer. And it, and it did change American politics. And I think the ruling establishment, and I think more importantly, the kind of intelligence agencies realized this and they're like, okay, uh, we, could, we could take the JFK, MLK, uh, Malcolm X route here, but uh, that kind of created a lot of martyrs. That kind of backfired on us very significantly, and it's kind of very telling if we do this again. I think we definitely moved towards a, a, a new kind of area of character assassination that in some instances does work because YouTube is complying, Burger King is complying, a lot of other multinational corporations who play the game are complying. Because it, when you look at everything that's happening on its, on its face value, it doesn't make sense for Burger King to alienate nearly half of the country. It doesn't make sense for YouTube to cut off one of their best performing uh, creators on their platform that reaches millions and millions of people. I think the advertisement that uh, Russell Brand was estimated to have was over a million dollars on YouTube, which is, which is again, a lot of money, a lot of prominence to have such a major celebrity on that particular platform. It's not incentivized by YouTube to, to cut them off. So clearly there's outside pressures working here and some people say it's the British government. The, the US government was also caught doing this more specifically against people who denied the science the last three years. And uh, it's, it's really an, uh, something that I've been saying from the very beginning. And I had all these, these people making all these arguments. And, and, and it, it pissed me off so bad because everyone said, they're a private company. Oh, they, they shut up. They can do whatever they <laughs> shut want. Shut up. This tactical yeah, yeah. libertarianism I, I, I know, I know, I know. these phenomenal statists. Exactly. They Gosh, are. shut up. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and it pissed me off so bad yeah. because I'm like ripping my, head, my hair out. I'm like, in QTEL, the intelligence agencies helped build and start up a lot of these major companies. They're still working hand in hand together when it comes to selectively amplifying particular voices. They tried this out in the Middle East. They've done many psychological studies. They know and they have been trying, and in many instances, they already have manipulated huge swaps of general uh, publics with major psyopses that, of course, twist and warp the minds and manipulate it in favor of the government and not in favor of everyone else. So, again, it's not a private company. It's way beyond that by now, as, of course, the government the UK government, and as we know from the Elon uh, Twitter leaks, the US government has their tentacles within these social media platforms, and they are the ones destroying speech in this country, which again, in America, is obviously a First Amendment violation and should be treated as such. In the UK, you guys don't have free speech, though. No, not really. Um, how many FBI agents was it that work at Twitter when Elon took it over? It was quite a few, wasn't it? It was quite a few. I think it was like three dozen that were yes. caught, and, yeah, then, yeah. And, then, and then allegedly yeah. he got rid of them. But then there's yeah. still one who was denying information yeah. from journalists yeah. for, 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 that was even coming out that was supposed to be released to the general public. So Over yeah. 30 yeah. feds were working at Twitter. Like, that is mad. And then there's the there was a court case that prevented Joe Biden from asking Twitter for, to take people down for misinformation. Uh, this the, we've we've it's all out in the open. It's hand in glove, and everyone can see it. Yeah, and not just the Biden administration, but no, no. the FBI as well. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all I, the three letter agencies are doing the same thing. I, I don't know if you can separate the Biden oh, administration fair, from the no, 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 no. It's, <laughs> but but this is what I mean. The, this giant power structure, we can see it move. Right, it moves in tandem, and it does things in a coordinated way. And so when when we're like, who's in charge of it? Well, I'm not sure anyone's in charge of it. That's the thing, right? Because if you look at Dame Caroline's message. 
you can see that she's telegraphing something, right? She's saying, well, we're very concerned he's making money. And that's a signal to all of the other people who believe in the same way. I don't know what we want to call it, but I would just call it wokeness, right? This sort of homogenizing global ideology. And they all hear that, and then the dominoes start falling, right? And this this happened, weirdly enough, in Gamergate, right? We thought it was a conspiracy that when one media outlet put out, like, an article saying, oh, gamers are evil people. I know, it sounds silly, but, like, this was 10 years ago. And then they all did the same. We assumed, oh, there must be some sort of conspiracy. Only later did we realize, no, 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 no. What this is is essentially a kind of jihad that's going on. And so they see other people in the movement, in the faith, operating in a particular way. And they go, oh, well, we want to we support them to advance the cause. And that's why she's dog whistling like that. It's a neoliberal I, jihad. I, yeah. I, I think there's definitely foot soldiers that don't know oh, what yeah, the bigger yeah, plot totally. is. Totally. But, but I also do believe that there there is some kind of bigger plot here. Because if you look at what, what's happening with Russell Brand, there was a coordinated media effort. Yeah. There was people that was collecting information. So you are right. right? Yeah. They, 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 but there's no mastermind puppeting things, right? They they feel that, that this is the moral direction to head in because they're on a moral crusade. They're like, no, no, we're going to fix the world. We're going to solve all the oppression in the world. And Russell Brand is now the center of all the oppression in the world, right? And so it isn't that they don't coordinate. It's that there's no person at the top pulling strings because they just willingly walk in this direction, you know? In the same way that if we were like, okay, well, we need freedom. We need constitutionalism. You know, well, what should we have? Well, we should advance the cause of gun rights or free speech or what property rights or whatever it is we would operate in the same way we wouldn't need to be coordinated because this is a sincere belief that we hold so they don't need a kind of you know machiavellian puppet master yeah. for me i i kind of believe the opposite i do believe that there is some puppets. i know but i do believe there's some I, truth. and we can agree and, and, no, no, disagree, no, but, it, but just to make my argument yeah. here uh, a little bit more more clearer there is a lot of cross collaboration between things like BlackRock, State Street, the yeah, ESG yeah, score, totally. and it comes to individuals like in the Bilderberg group who are coming yep, together, yep. sitting together. Who you know, you have Big Pharma sitting next to MI5, sitting yeah, next yeah. to the CIA, sitting next to the FBI at a lot of these private, off the record meetings, and it's like, hey, this guy's not really helping us. Mm. I, I I scratch your back, you scratch my back, and I think uh, essentially that is happening in such a way, and there is selective information that is being kept on on everyone. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I, we found out through the Edward Snowden leaks that the U.S. government tracks every single conversation you have, every yep. single keystroke you make. There's, they're, they're even getting Donald Trump's deleted text from his Twitter messages, his private DMs that he thought he was going to send. He, he, t- he, uh, you know, was was texting people. He, he decided not to send something, so he mm. deleted it before sending it. They have those records yeah. in the U.S. government right now that are working against him in these uh, indictments that they have uh, up against them. So I, I think there is a lot of information, and I think there are some kind of intelligence agencies behind the scenes that are like, hey, we have this little oh, piece the- of information and this little breadcrumb and this little breadcrumb. Yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, a lot of the central controllers working behind the scenes being like, yes, let's coordinate this with all the media organizations so we release the story at the same time to, ma- to have the maximum effect, and then we're going to slow drip this so it never goes away. And then we're going to make sure that that he's canceled and destroyed. So th- there's, I, I I think there's definitely elements to what you say that are true, right? I mean, all of the all of the facts about the uh, the feds and CIA all getting involved behind the scenes that's all totally true, right? And there are, there's definitely a hierarchy of power here where you've got people like Larry Fink and whoever else, you know, who, Bill Gates, you know, those sort of types who are right at the top of the pyramid, and they have massive amounts of influence and money because they have massive amounts of money, right? And they spend this in causes in a particular way. But the organization is 
the the people, it's a cult. They, they, it's, they already it, have the Kool Aid. They know the messaging. Yeah, exactly, they want right? to serve their god. So actually, we don't need a, a, a structured plan. They just move when they know it's right to move. This is why, oh, the media's like, oh, you know, their editors can be like, oh, so-and-so's tweeted this, right? Everyone needs to get an, They're going to have their article out for us. Quick, get your article out first. We want the clicks, right? But they're all going to do the same thing because they're all part of the same wave. Uh, I think I can middle ground this and... and I'm middle grounding it. That's no, I know, I know you no, did I'm too. Joking, I know I'm you joking. did too. But there's the, the World Economic <laughs> yeah. Forum with yeah. Hacinda Ardern, Trudeau, Gavin Newsom, hmm. those, those they come from basically the same ideological framework, and they seem to have kind of the same marching orders in my in my estimation, based off of the dis and misinformation totally. campaign, the the totally. mandates. Uh, like it was it was lockstep. No, no pun intended. Uh, it was lockstep between the three of them and and many politicians. But I think I think that the middle ground is that. It's the people that are the true believers, those that have, yeah. as he was describing, are in the cult that have already drank the Kool-Aid. They don't need to take orders. They just go, yeah. this is the trajectory that we're going this in. This is what we're doing. This is a bad guy. Yeah. Get him. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, they're also talking about changing the laws in the United Kingdom to make it easier for, for people to sue and to go after individuals. And we, ha we have the next, the next article here uh, pulled up by the Daily Mail that is talking about how four British women are now set to sue quote, toxic influencer Andrew Tate in the London High Court after claiming that the social media star did unspeakable things to them and forced himself onto them, choking them between the times of 2013 and 2016. What's your, what's your thoughts on, on Andrew Tate here? And how do you think a lot of these cases are going to play out in the United Kingdom? Since I, I, I think a lot of things are very unpredictable in the UK, especially when it comes to their court system that now is still holding hostage Julian Assange in solitary confinement and, and, in my opinion, violating his human rights. I mean, just a quick thing on Julian Assange. They destroyed the man's life. Yeah. They've utterly destroyed it. And, and, his, and his mental health, too. Uh, yeah, 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 he's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. same human being. No, he has not. been destroyed, yeah. and his soul has been robbed yeah. from his physical yeah. body. It's it's absolutely depressing it's to see his face. It's an evil thing that absolutely. they've done to him. Yeah. Evil. They made him go crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, and Julian yeah. Assange did nothing wrong. He did everything that we would want him to do. Like I've, I've I, you know, ever since before I was in politics, I was like, well, at least Julian Assange is doing the right thing. But, um, but... I don't know, to be honest, because it, it depends on the judge, right? It depends on the evidence. It depends. Like, I'm glad they're taking it to court. Yeah, okay, let's go through the laws. I don't, I'm sick of these smear campaigns. I'm really sick of them. You know, because I mean, like, Andrew Tate, okay, I don't know what the Romanian government's charging him with these days. Who knows? It seems a bit esoteric because they keep, you know, charging him and holding him. But what is it actually they have, right? You right. don't actually get to see anything concrete. And he seems to be back in his house now. So it's okay. But good. And, he, and he's not even on house arrest anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, so what did he do? So you, you locked him up for a couple of months or whatever on a bunch of allegations, which I've got a friend in Romania who's like, no, no, this is a normal thing in Romania. Okay, fair enough. That's what an ex-communist country's like, but okay, fine. <laughs> right? Uh, and Unfair enough. Yeah, yeah, unfair enough, yeah. And it's okay, well, fine. But okay, so nothing happened at the end of it. He's back at his home. He's not under house arrest. Great, someone's taking it to the courts. What do you want me to do until you get a conviction, right? Because, I mean, Andrew Tate's going to have his arguments. They're going to have their arguments. You know, whatever. I, I'm not saying he couldn't have done anything. It could be, or they could be, for whatever reason, not telling the truth. I don't know. You know, and that's great. But, 
okay, let's see it go through the courts. That's just all there is to say. Yeah. So in America, we have a jury system. Yeah. But, ha- but a lot of you the got time, that from us. But uh, don't brag too much, okay? It's, <laughs> you guys right. got tea. I know. Uh, right. and, uh, you know. I don't, I'm just. I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> Everything just about your legal system you got from us. We won the revolutionary the, the revolutionary war. That's all that matters. <laughs> France uh, did and then win we, the revolutionary and then we war. Stole yeah. your best ideas and. That's no, you just had them the end before. Of it. You had them before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. So in the United States, a lot of, of what the outcome is going to be in a particular case is ultimately decided by a jury, but more importantly, a judge. Because a lot of people usually plea. A lot of people don't yeah. go towards a trial. And right now, like we're seeing from the January 6th case, if there's a judge that, that has a political motive, oh, yeah. they will go after people and punish them in such a horrible way where they, they will be in jail for, for decades comparatively to murderers that literally get out in a few years. Yeah. So um, it all depends on the political leanings of the judge, and it all depends on also a jury. Yeah. And uh, people should look up jury nullification if they haven't heard about it before, but it's a very important right that a lot of people have. I know a lot of people that get the jury notice, and they're like freaking out, like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. You have a perfect opportunity to help wrong to fix an injustice. I'm looking at someone here who might uh, be in that one particular case here, uh, but uh, that's another story, uh, to say the least. How, how is it in the United Kingdom? Do you guys still have a jury? Do you, yeah, of course do you, we do. Yeah. Um, although there are some cases that don't have a jury. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, it's entirely possible that Andrew Tate gets... And, and So one, one, one thing that we do in the United Kingdom is sequester, Right. Uh, no, no, sorry, we don't sequester. We do the opposite. We silence the media. Sorry, you guys sequester. Um, we we put embargoes on the media so they just can't talk about something in order to prejudice the jury. Yeah, right? and, and many times we have cameras inside of the courtroom and it makes for the, the most uh, absolute crazy spectacle that we, you could ever see, imagine. We, we don't have yeah. cameras, right? Um, and we, also, just really quick, one of Trump's indictments is going to have live video footage from the proceedings. That's right. So this is, yeah, that's yeah. the plan. And the cases are going, one of the cases is going to be right before Super Tuesday. I mean, this is planned, this is organized right before the major uh, voting in the primaries. We're going to have the trial that is going to be set and beginning against Donald Trump. It's not an accident, it's deliberate. And it helped bring Donald Trump where he is right now. I want to talk about Donald Trump in just a little bit, but sorry, finish your thought. Um, Right, yeah. So, I mean, the, the problem with someone like Andrew Tate is that the media has been so relentless against him to poison the public against him because they're genuinely afraid. I mean, there, there are loads of people, especially in Britain, who are really scared of Andrew Tate's influence on young men. And I actually don't blame them because there, there are lo- lots of stories of uh, female teachers um, who have found that essentially most of the boys in their classes have been radicalized. And the thing is, Andrew Tate does something with his hands, right? Yeah. Well, there, there are, there are, <laughs> I just read a book about this. There's uh, by, by, by a feminist called Caitlin Moran, who did a bunch of research into this. And she was like, well, I, I kept interviewing these female teachers and they'd be like, all the boys in my classroom would just sit there quietly, just do this with me, the Andrew Tate thing. And she was like, I'm really perturbed by this. And it's like, well, what they're saying is they're kind of anti-woman, right? And that's why they're all doing it. And it's like, okay, Andrew Tate's an influential figure and they're genuinely scared of him, you know? So that's why they've been poisoning the public against him. And well, it's not likely that he's going to have a, a fair and impartial jury. Wait well, a minute, wait a minute. Are you saying that that hand symbol is like some Illuminati gang thing? Because I have not. I, have, I don't know. I, I, just, I know that scientifically yeah. it actually is, it's like it connects both hemispheres of the brain when you're <laughs> actually it? doing this. Like there are scientifically things about how it's actually even, or mudras or different hand right, right. Uh, energy in the body. I mean, I, that's an interesting one. 
Just well, it's, it's just the hand signal it, that Andrew Tate does. It, it right? could be like, we're against the woman's box. We don't like the woman's <laughs> box. Put that box upside down. I, uh, the, you know. the, reason, uh, the reason I've come to Andrew Tate's defense and Russell Brand and Jordan Peterson, for that matter, is because there is a dearth of quality male influence for young boys yeah. and it's it's a real that's that's an epidemic that i'm actually genuinely concerned about yeah. i'm not saying that any of those three are ideal role <laughs> models for for these young boys but yeah. if if it's those three or none or joe biden like i'm going to i'm going to go to the mat yeah. for jordan peterson yeah, but any idea uh, of, of male masculinity has been uh, destroyed has been essentially dehumanized has been essentially run through the the ringer as as toxic, you can't be uh, you know a good male. You look at the representation of a father figure on all the TV shows and all the mm. movies. He's usually fat. He's usually pathetic. He's uh, an utter idiot, or he's usually the cause of the biggest problems and the biggest protagonist in in not a good way. So when we look at only if he's Caucasian, though, yes, predominantly Caucasian. <laughs> Otherwise, That's true. If, if, it's, true. if it's if it's if it's a different yeah. race, there's a Twitter account called uh, Stupid White Men on uh, X. That highlights all the different commercials where the white guy is just an utterly freaking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, they have the person of color, yeah. you know, like me, because cool. I am a person of color coming in. Cool, average save Polish the day. man. Yeah, I, I, according to the People's Coalition, uh, Slavic people are people of color. Oh, I think so. so yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, especially with the, the Gopnik gang I think of <laughs> Slavic individuals and how, how just uh, ratchet we could get sometimes. Uh, but that's, that's another story. <laughs> I don't want to get down that pathway. But, but the ideas of, of, of any kind of male doing anything good or helping someone else or just being, yeah. just being a good role model has been absolutely eviscerated. And then they're shocked that they're going to the only person willing to stand up for those ideas and to speak out against them. And again, you might like him, you might not like him, but he has filled that role that the corporate media has tried to destroy, but at the same time made more powerful than it's, ever. Brother, it's the same exact reason that Donald Trump was so successful. He, he gets up there. He's a billionaire. He doesn't really relate to his voters for the most part, but he gets up there and he says, I don't hate you guys. I don't hate you. What and a the, radical message. Yeah, hey, and the, and I they're don't like, hate you. And they're like, they're like, this guy, this guy's awesome. Oh my God. This I'll is the follow first, this guy into hell. Yeah, this is the first leader in my life. I will literally go to jail for the rest yeah, of my yeah, life yeah. for this guy yeah. just because he, he eats doesn't steak. Hate. Well done. He's with, one with of us. Ketchup. One of us. He, but he also uh, expends the waste into a golden toilet. But so he's not really one of you, but it's okay. But the, here's my point you have basically Jordan Peterson, you have uh, Andrew Tate. You have these guys that that rise to enormous prominence based off of this this message that is about empowering young men. Whether you agree with the empowerment that they're offering them or not is not really the point. So these young boys, I, like I'm imagining myself in high school, right? And I'm sitting yeah, yeah. there as my my you know liberal teacher starts to tell me this nonsense, and I'm just like, that's what I would do too. Why wouldn't it doesn't all mean you, I hate Why women. wouldn't all of you and your friends just sit there and look at her and exactly, like this? exactly like like what am I doing? What am it's, I doing wrong? It's you rebellion, know? exactly. And uh, but the thing is, you're totally right about this whole thing. And going back to the power structure, the sort of ESG woke power structure. It's been deliberate. Like that's the thing. It's not an accident. Yep. Actually, young men have a dearth. Uh, not just a dearth. There's an abolition of noble representation for men. Right? Mm -hmm. That's not an accident at all. And it's like, okay. Well, you were. What, what, and the thing is, right? They think about representation as a concept a lot. Right? You'll hear them all the time. Representation matters. Rep okay. No, I believe you. Representation matters. So you decided to stigmatize straight white men, right? You decided you were going to destroy the reputation of straight white men, the, the, the stereotype of a straight white man. You've turned them into the villain, we've turned them incompetent. 
Are you any? Are you surprised in any way, shape, or form that you now have a generation of young men who don't remember a time before you were attacking them for what they are, right. and they're sat there going, "No, no, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Exactly. You know, I'm just against you and everything you represent." It's a, it's a you know? it's a Spartacus. Exactly. You know, no, no, it literally is a Spartacus yeah. moment, and it's not a surprise. And they had this coming. So this is why I don't condemn Andrew Tate either. You know, because I mean, I don't really. You know, I'm I'm a conservative. I'm a father. I I don't like Andrew Tate's career. I don't like the sort of things he does. Agreed. Right. The same with Russell Brand, to be honest. I, exactly. I, 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 you know, Actually I mean, kind of a similar background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of a similar background. And man, he was so annoying on TV. Yeah. He was so annoying. Because, I mean, I, I'm 44. I remember having... We only had, we didn't have the internet. We had four TV channels. You know, everything else was rubbish except Channel 4 for a young person. And it's Russell Brand being a big mouth, right? Yeah. And literally, that was the name of his show. It was called Big Man, Big Brother's Big Mouth or something. Okay. And it was just... He was really annoying, but there was nothing else to watch, right? And so I've, I've got... <laughs> It's weird to turn around and go, okay, Russell Brand is right about a lot of things now, and I've kind of got to defend him because look at the evil that's against him. Exactly. You know, when you know, I, and, and the, the great thing about Russell Brand as well is that he's so left wing, right? Yeah. In 2015, they were writing articles going, Russell Brand is how he reached the youth because he was kind of like a left wing Andrew Tate, right? And so it's like Russell Brand's going to save the Labour Party and save the left, and so they can't be like he's far right because it's not about partisanship. It's not about left and right. Yep. It's literally about this new religion who's not in. The this new religion and there are lots of people on the left who aren't and nobody on well, the right keep, who's in it. keep in mind too jordan peterson and joe rogan aren't really on the right either not really i mean not, i mean rogan jordan rogan in particular so maybe, he, but, I, well rogan talks about like universal basic income yeah, and all yeah. sorts of you yeah, know yeah. left-leaning policies Classically so left-wing things they, they are they are after these guys because they they the have dissonance. a huge following and they represent a positive caucasian male influence and that's it's just i can't I can't help but notice that the, those guys are like, they, they filled that void. You created the vacuum. You created the vacuum and then you act like a victim because the people that filled it aren't, I don't know, what, what you expect them to be. And imagine imagine the scale. I mean, how many trillions of dollars? How many governments? How many corporate, like how many Disney and all the media corporate, the entirety of Hollywood, almost all of the media. And they're like, Russell Brand attacks the UK government. It's like the power differential between oh, these two things. It's just so staggering right. that it's like, okay, how is it? That, I mean, there must be some fragility in it, though, because if Russell Brand just, you know, tweeting and posting Rumble videos makes them feel afraid and the, the structure's shaking oh, and they're like, oh, God, it can't be a secure platform that they have. Oh, right? brother, enormous, enormous fragility. They yeah. they are, I think, I think cable news, cable TV is all on the ropes. The, the oh, advertisers yeah. Yeah. are... Basically throwing good money after bad. Same it, with Disney. Yeah, and Disney as well. Yep. All of Same the, with Hollywood. All of these institutions that have that have signed on to ESG mm -hmm. are suffering on their bottom line. The only way they maintain their stranglehold on power is to have the state crush dissent, to crush compet comp uh, competition, and, which is why they're going after Rumble. And what's happened to the state? What's the trust in institutions like these days? Mm. Do people trust the government? Do people no. trust the judiciary? Do yeah. people... It's all, it's all yeah, falling exactly, apart. Exactly. A total loss of legitimacy. And yep. the thing is, it's it's in the loss of legitimacy that the the exercise of power for evil means has to be done. Right? A secure mm. government, a secure state, a secure in, you know block wouldn't crush individuals they'd tolerate them but just derank them you know they wouldn't make an example right. of them. you'd be like yeah whatever we're, we're we're confident that we're legitimate so we don't need to destroy you and it's in the fear that they feel they need to destroy russell brand why make him important 
Mm. Like, why make? Because he's the only voice out there that's getting a lot of attention. I mean, who else is getting all that attention? Who else? Who else is captivating so many individuals? Who else is talking about these issues and breaking them down in real time to the normies? And the normies are like, well, yeah, I actually resonate with this. I actually really uh, understand this, especially when it comes to his critiques of big pharma, especially when it comes to his critiques of the Ukrainian war. And and I agree, he he was very insufferable because he was this kind of like chaotic, lackadaisical, like really, really annoying character that was just really over the top, really try hard and really just all over the place, (laughs) uh, bipolar and just utterly insane. He definitely... um, Changed very dramatically yeah. within the last few years. He got and married, settled down, had kids. Had kids. I approve and, of this and, new Russell Brand. And, exactly. And you look at the way he kind of speaks and the, the way he kind of um, holds himself and the way he communicates to his audience. It definitely comes from a genuine point of trying to understand, well, trying to have an honest, legitimate yeah. conversation, and that resonates with people because it's not filled with bullcrap. It's not filled with ESG, DEI, status and quotas about particular races and genders. It's not about division. It's about really trying to understand the truth of our reality and he does it from a very open-minded way which is rare yeah. and, and I think this is why he's such a major target right now because if they could take him down again as I said before they will take everyone else down before him but every election every time we go towards an election inside of the United States especially the last presidential election we saw a lot of bodies that were wrecked and destroyed and had their entire careers taken away from them from a big tech social media purge we saw um, Alex Jones we saw uh, who else was it? Uh, there's a, there's a other influencers that had their entire platforms just ruined and taken oh, away Owen from them. Schreuer. Owen Schroyer, Katie Hopkins, Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robinson, Tommy Robinson, individuals that still don't Owen have Benjamin. their accounts yeah, uh, on Twitter, don't have their account on X. And yep. Elon Musk Dawson. actually released. Actually, uh, he's back on Twitter. That's true. Yeah, but, but, but no, but it happened to him. It's like it's literally a do- dozens. Yeah, dozens. But, but Tommy Robinson isn't, and no, and, not, and so so yep. isn't uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, and then we saw Elon Musk kind of tweet about this, and he was like, "I'm kind of disappointed in in Russell Brand." Announcing on X that he is going to be doing a full show on on Rumble, and Rumble hasn't blocked. And any of those individuals yeah. has allowed free speech, allows us to say whatever we want, how we want. We don't have that same kind of freedom on YouTube. And sadly, we have to watch what we say here on this particular platform, which is absolutely ridiculous and crazy that we're living in, in such a way where we have to be fearful of what we communicate with the audience. Because if we say too much truth, the, the show just gets taken down and, and right. denied to the yeah. Kyles and Karens and to the, all the NPC normies that and, this and channel no, usually reaches. There's no due process and there's no appeal to mercy. Exactly. No, it's, you're done forever. And yeah. I, I think the other reason that they're, I mean, you're right that they're they are now hammering the nail down as opposed to just ignoring the nail yeah. um, is because of weakness. But also, I think that what they see in these three guys, uh, Tate, Peterson, and Russell Brand, incredibly compelling speakers. I mean, yeah, the, these yeah, guys yeah, these yeah, guys yeah, are just yeah. too good at what they do. Yeah. And and they have they have garnered enormous interest, uh, tens of millions of views on many of their videos. It's like that is that is a level of power that really ex- exceeds all corporate news journalists. Like they they can't match that. It doesn't even come close. So, yeah, I think that it's it's a sincere threat to the the regime, the established powers, that they're like, we can't have these guys doing this anymore. And if if Rumble, like, we'll kick him off of YouTube or we'll demonetize them over here. Oh, now they're going to Rumble. Now we have to strip the advertisers from Rumble because we have to get them to, to bend the knee too. That's really the yeah. game. Here. And it was probably the UK government that went after Burger King, that went after, what was the other company that was mentioned? Uh, HelloFresh. Hello, uh, yeah, HelloFresh and all these other companies that, that were probably contacted by 
by the U.S. government or the British government saying, hey, you guys want to be in business? You better do what you, we tell you to do or else in a very kind of vague way. Can I expand and, on that real quick? Uh, really quick because we okay. have to move on to the next topic. Yeah, Richard. just real quick. Uh, it's not always the federal government that has to reach out to these institutions. Yeah, the advertisers want it. Uh, uh, well, the advertisers want it, but also ESG, the, the way it functions is that Larry Fink has already put out the, the bat signal to all of these corporations. Yeah. You do what the 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 you know standard narrative is in this moment and that is that is in alignment with our belief system we will acquire more shares of your stock you don't do what appears to be the trend what i'm what i'm espousing larry fink as the you know global hegemon yeah. well then i will divest myself of your corporation and i will destroy your your market cap just a quick thing as well because as you pointed out um youtube is totally incentivized not to do this Right, this uh, YouTube has never been a profitable pla profitable platform. It's always lost literally billions a year. And remember, in the PewDiePie Wall Street Journal controversy, that it was the advertisers themselves that pressured YouTube, and that the, YouTube's advertisers, as I understand it, uh, there's six major sort of conglomerate companies, and one of them pulled. And this was enough to make YouTube change because wow. I don't think YouTube wanted to do any of this. Really, it's not in their interests. You yeah. Know? But the it's on their financial interest. Exactly, I'll agree right. with that. And, and they've exactly, and they've got to think of their financial interest first before anything else. But oh. then it's one of those things where it's if, like, look, if they're functioning as a fiduciary, which I'm not sure they are. Well, yeah, that's a great point as well. They, yeah. they know that they're a propaganda organ in a way. Yeah. Uh, but then you've got the entire sort of power structure that's looking at Susan Majewski at the time and being like, "Are, are you going to allow whatever this thing is? Everyone, ev all of your peers." All of the financial backers, they're all looking at you, and she's like, well, I guess i got to change, and this is not going to be good for YouTube, but this is about the religion. Exactly, and uh, the U.S. government plays a very important role when it comes to the activities of, of Alphabet, to yeah. Google, yeah, yeah. to Google Maps, and a lot of its other offshoot businesses yeah. and, and, and larger, even artificial intelligence technology that they're working hand-in-hand -hand with, and also at the same time weaponizing, as of course it's important to note here, Eric Schmidt, I don't know if we should get into this because we're still on YouTube here, <laughs> but he has moved into the Pentagon's weaponization of, uh, of, of the digital day and age uh, and kind we'll, of section we'll of his life. We'll move this segment into Rumble. We'll move this segment into Rumble, <laughs> but before we do, I want to talk about this latest article by ABC News. Uh, before, before yeah. we go on to that, I just want to say one thing, right? This is this is why I'm actually a little more sympathetic to Elon Musk on the subject of free speech than a lot of other people are. And I understand why, from a sort of purist perspective, they wouldn't. But Elon Musk basically came out came from the outside of this power structure and took one of their most important castles. You know, Twitter was a massively and they, it was never about making money. Twitter's always lost money, and they've always just given Twitter more money. Right? Yep. This entire you know organization, they they knew, and Elon Musk came in used the law to buy it and has taken off them as but it's still connected to everything in the organization yes. so it's like so elon musk he, I, he took a rook but the pawns are still fighting uh, you know they're all still around yeah. him and if he moves in the wrong way then they just take him right yep, yep. exactly and so i i i think the pressure is on elon musk i think in I, honestly i think in in an ideal world elon musk would do exactly what we would want him to do because in many ways he feels very much cut from the same cloth as us right which shows that he's, A, outside of the woke... I mean, he calls it the woke mind virus, and he says it's destroying the world. So, I mean, like, could you be any more explicitly against their agenda, right? But I think that he's aware that he's in a, in a position that he has to be very careful with, because when they get... You know, if he moves slightly to the wrong square, they'll take him, 
and they'll do it on purpose. That's, and, that's and, why they. That's why he brought in Yakarino to yeah. play good cop, bad cop to keep the advertisers y- on board. Yeah, and that, that's why people like me were brought back, but people like Alex Jones weren't brought back. Exactly. You know, like because the advertisers yeah. will run away if it, Alex it, is on it, exactly. And Tommy Robinson as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there, there's there's lines that you know, and so I think Elon has moved it to as good as places he can get it because I mean Tommy did get his account back, but then he got it, and so obviously the advertisers are like, okay. Okay, even that, even that evil saga of a cat guy, but not Tommy Robinson. You know, I, I bet that's the conversation they have. But anyway, and, so and at like least we, we we know a little bit about what's happening behind the scenes. Elon kind of mm. took it on the mm. chin personally when mm. it came to Elon Musk, uh, when it came to yeah. Alex Jones, and said, "Hey, um, I don't like him." Yeah, Essentially and, saying, I, I don't like what he said about this yeah. one particular event that happened with one particular school that we can't mention yeah. here on this particular platform. And uh, he, he said, hey, this is this is my decision. I'm making it. And at least we have that kind of transparency and oversight. We could still critique it. We could even critique it on, on Twitter. We could even critique it on X, which yeah. is an, an incredible thing. And I, I truly do believe that uh, he, he is implementing a kind of strategy where he is moving two steps forward, one step back, but also yeah. extremely careful since a lot of his businesses are tied in with government contracts. And, and not uh, just that. Twitter's yeah. on Amazon Web Services and stuff exactly. like this. Like it's all, he's playing a very, very dangerous game. Yeah, but, but when, when, when it yeah. comes to what he has done, especially with the latest fight that he had with the ADL, yeah. I mean, who yeah. else yeah. would do that <laughs> and, and stand so up? And then the next day, they came out with all the information about him allegedly intervening in the Ukrainian war yeah. and helping Ukraine allegedly oh, yeah. get attacked. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk oh, about yeah. the Ukraine war in a little bit. As of course, the British government is very much involved in that, not with just with the Nord Stream pipeline. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get into that. But I want to talk about uh, the the main article here from ABC News. Uh, Steph, if you can put on the browser that talks about how Trump now. Now is edging out Biden 51 to 42 in a head to head matchup, according to all the latest polls right now. Doesn't sound like edging out to me. 51 to yeah, 42. Like he's crushing it. Yeah, nine yeah. points. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And I, I think the economy is, is a big reason to, to, to why this is this yeah, is happening. Trump, uh, though, hasn't been doing himself any favors, especially with the latest interviews that he's been doing. Trying to, I, I think what he's trying to do is tr- is trying to appease more Democrats to somehow vote for him. As of course he talked about uh, Operation Warp Speed, which the Democrats loved and think that they saved hundreds of millions of lives, which I think is absolutely an incredulous, uh, absolutely uh, uh, illegitimate idea. But he also talked about specifically, you know, what is a woman in a very weird way. But, uh, <laughs> Carl, you have a very kind of interesting uh, assessment on, on Trump and this upcoming American election. Who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for DeSantis, Vivek, Trump in this upcoming 2024 presidential election as our uh, British cheerleader on uh, the other side of yeah, the yeah. island with the pom-poms out? <laughs> in a weird way, I think being outside of America actually gives me a clearer view on these things, right? Because I, uh, on on the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, I've been a strong supporter of DeSantis for years, actually. Uh, we've done a lot. Every time DeSantis would do essentially what we wanted Trump to do during his presidency, I'd be like, right, we're putting out a video on that. We're putting out a video on that because, mm. you know, DeSantis is doing great. Love it. Love it. DeSantis is crushing the left. He's routing them. He's, he's legislating them out of the ability to be what they are in Florida. And it's like, great, fantastic, right? So DeSantis is very much like our guy in that respect, you know, very much on board. But the problem is that politics isn't really about how you've legislated. Politics is about the story, right? It's the story of everything. And Donald Trump, I don't know how much I can... I mean, YouTube say it's okay to say things like that now, but I'm not going to say it. 
the, there's a popular perception that Donald Trump was done in by the Democrats. And, okay, yeah. That, what a proper way to say it. I love it. Right. And, and okay, because you've, you've always got the sort of three-act structure in any narrative. The rise, the revenge of the evils, and then the triumph of the hero. Right. The hero's journey. It's literally like the Lord of the Rings. The song. Mm. And so I think that, and I'm not even joking when I say it, I, I think that a lot of Trump's base are in this in a sort of mythological way. They're like, oh no, this 100%. is the this is the return of the king, yes. right? This <laughs> exactly. is literally he's been in exile now. Right. You know, they deplatformed him off everything. They they defeated him in the most legitimate and fair election that's ever been held, <laughs> and now he's coming back with a vengeance. And we're going in righteously. We are going to defeat right. the evil Sauron. You know, the Mordor uh, is going to crumble. I think the, you're right. The rings, are, and I and I think the problem with DeSantis is that the people around him. And uh, they're all people I know and genuinely have a huge amount of respect for. I think they just misjudged this. Right? Yeah. And they didn't think, they were thinking, but legislatively, DeSantis is better. And he, that's totally true. But we are not talking about any of that. Forget all of that. We're talking about Aragon riding out to fight Sauron. Okay. This is what's going on. And and it, this is what has to be Trump. Yeah. It has you make to a be good Trump. point because the story is captivating. Everyone right. wants to see how Everyone it finishes. Everyone it. wants to see more drama. Americans yeah. love reality TV shows, but more importantly, they love drama. And I think this is why Trump is leading in the polls as he is right it, now because people are like, I just want to see things go crazy. It, Let it, him go crazy. And and this is a recipe for crazy. It, it's more than that, though, right? Because. If the, the reason that you hate some movies and like other movies is because the story is completed correctly. And if when the story is completed correctly, the world, the universe feels as if it's right. You know, and I think that to a lot of like American boomers, they're, they're, they're like, no, no, no. There's an, you know, there's a sort of attention here. You know, we need to, because if Donald Trump had run a terrible campaign in 2020, 2019, then everyone would be like, okay, fair enough. If, if the economy, if the country, if international politics, if, you know, everything that Americans want was going poorly under Trump, you'd be like, no, you you deserve the loss sort of thing. But Trump's campaign before 2020 was amazing. Like, it's just genuinely the best campaign. I mean, we were watching every single day. Callum's still got the picture of him with all the flags and his fist up like that. He's got him as his desktop background. Because it's like, no, no. I, Callum was loving this. It was great to watch. Because it was just hammering every time. Like, 50,000 people cheering. And Donald Trump's just riffing like the greatest showman on earth. And it's like, okay, for hours. For hours, yeah. yeah. And it's just totally unscripted. And when he goes off the script is when it's good, you know. Yep, that's the you know, best part. That's the, the best part. Yeah, yeah, then that, there's no bull crap. When he it, reads when he reads. A teleprompter yeah. i'm like no yeah. like i don't want to be here because it's yeah, yeah. stale it's not yeah. good but, but you, when he's live you and know you, you could see you could feel that energy yeah, yeah, too yeah. when you see a public speaker and yeah. i saw this in obama yeah, when obama yeah, was running yeah, to be yeah. president of the united states i remember confronting all the presidential candidates he went up there and he was like i'm gonna end the wars i'm gonna stop the torture i'm gonna make sure oh, no yeah. one's being spied on and <laughs> he did the exact opposite of yeah, that yeah, yeah. i'm gonna stand up to the big banksters did the opposite yeah. of that he got on his knees with mike but that's another story that so, we're not going to get in here so, uh, Going, going back to it, so I think that's about a third of the country is like Trump's hardcore base. These are, you know, the MAGA hat wearing. And I went to Trump Tower to get my MAGA hat in 2017, you know. And this is coming from like a, you know, an ex-liberal, basically. I was just like, nah, Trump's right. I love it. Um, and so they're, they're, they're the ones on the mythic journey, right? And then you've got like the people in the middle, which is um, probably about 40% or yeah, about 40%. And on the other side, you've got the 30% hardcore Trump-hating Democrat lunatics. The TDS, right? yeah. The, the, who are in the cult and who want the new religion to take over the entire world, right? And so this 40% in the middle, 
I feel really bad for them, right? Because the, the cheerleaders on either side, the people in the, the you know, and you could call Trump's hardcore people a cult if you want. It's not, you know, I'm not going to say that. I don't think that it's a cult. I think they're, they're, in, they're, they're trying to save their country. Um, I think these people are trying to destroy their country. And I think they would actually admit that if you've gotten down and had a, a serious, a beer in them and a serious conversation. But, but, but we did see the, but, the yeah, go, go ahead. But, but the, the, this 40% in the middle, right? These are the ones that really matter. Because you know how these guys are going to vote, right. and so okay, well let's let's just lay out what's happened under Trump. How much was your petrol, your gas? Sorry, how much was it? Like it was less two than bucks. two dollars, yeah. right? And what is it now? Four. Really? That's, well, cool. that's better than most places. In Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in other places, thanks, thanks it, Gavin, in probably. California, what is it? Six, eight, something like that. It, uh, oh no, it, it got north of seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's really bad. Yes, yeah, like, literally four times more that you're actually paying for. And then it's not just that; it's all your food is doubled in cost. Right, you know, everyone is feeling the pressure of Biden attempting to destroy the United States. How are things going internationally? Oh well, that's actually an absolute. I don't want to swear, but oh my god, you know, like it's the an S show. His historians will use Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan as probably like an inflection point towards the end of the American hegemony of the world, right? That's, yeah. that's what historians, that, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of history. I've read almost everything everywhere, right? And that's one of those events where it's like, wow, that, that shows the collapse of American confidence in itself, you know? And that's a really, really big deal. That's, yeah. that's why empires fail. They never the fail because of lack of resources. They fail because of a crisis of conscience, right? Mm. And so, and then you've got, all of the, you know, the myriad ways in which the Biden regime is attacking the American public. There's all those small ways, the ESG mob, the woke religion, all this sort of stuff. And everyone the, feels... The blood red speech that he gave. Oh, God, yeah. Horrifying. Like, literally, hello, I'm a fascist dictator, says yeah. Joe Biden. Un unreal. Like, okay, that's weird. You know, hey, that hey, hey, but he is going to fight service charges on concert tickets. That's, oh, well, that's lucky. He just, he just, he just announced that today because that's what everyone cares about now with with <laughs> with 8% interest rates, with inflation, Shame with grocery prices. Shame you can't afford to drive to a concert. Yep. Shame you can't afford the popcorn. Yep. You know? you'll, you'll never be able to buy a home, but yeah. you can get... That yeah. service charge fee, though, <laughs> yeah. now, that, that $2, that's that. Biden's got you on that. That's another thing. Donald Trump, look, we're going to close the border. We're going to build a wall. We're going to stop your country being flooded by people who shouldn't be here. What's Biden done? He's let 6 million people, and that's, all the, that's the ones they know about. Out, right. cross the border and what's he going to do about it nothing he doesn't mention it he's like no and if, if i'm silent on the issue that means i'm in favor of it right so i'm in favor of your country being destroyed in all of these different ways and so and that was only four years ago it's been four years it feels like a lifetime right but everyone can feel the depression that biden has brought on so i bet a lot of those americans are saying no i remember trump i remember okay trump is a giant orange asshole right he's he's really in stuff i hate him but i need to be able to pay my rent. I yeah. need to my be able to buy in 2019 food. was superior to it as way better. Today. Tim, yeah. Tim Poole had a great thing. He said, look, just everyone's got money in their pockets. It's like, yep. Yep. Everyone remembers how much better it was. That ultimately matters most. But the, the, yep. the tragic part is that many in the, you know, Trump derangement syndrome camp, mm -hmm. they don't, uh, many of them are, are uh, you know, they're inoculated, <laughs> pun, pun intended, yeah, yeah. Uh, from from the the struggles of inflation because they're wealthy people that that function yeah, in kind of yeah. the you know, yeah, they're DC. very very upper upper middle class yeah. white people. And, it, and so you like, guys are saying Build Back Better didn't work? 
Was there he, even the, 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 you know, I, he said we built back better, and it, he, he promised us like you know equity. And uh, why yeah. does it feel just like destruction to me? I don't know. Continue destroying America. That was what it really was. I, I, I do think DeSantis was, and I think still is one of the best governors I, yeah. I think a state has ever had, especially with what he did with um, you know the sickness within the last three years. But I, I think his campaign failed for many reasons. It was very allergic to grassroots. It was very allergic to independent alternative media. He never did an interview that was kind of legitimate with someone real in this space. He only does a, a lot of very kind of... He doesn't face adversity very well, but but also very clearly when it, when it came to the issues of Ukraine, he, he kind of flounders a, a little bit. He hasn't given a clear answer like Trump has. Trump has particularly said, I'm in office, I'm ending this war. But then also kind of Trump also flip-flopped as well. Again, DeSantis Trump... DeSantis his donors, we, we, got, we got to understand here, uh, DeSantis also tried to warm up to the Wall Street types, and they, they, they actually gave him a little bit of money. But... He doesn't have the same kind of charisma. He doesn't have the same personality. And as you said, he doesn't have that storyline. And yeah. that storyline is not perfect. There's a lot of things that, that don't make sense with the storyline, especially with him just even a few months ago telling people to get, you know what, I think we're going to go to Rumble soon because yeah. there's a lot of things I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. that, that we can't talk about here on YouTube. Last time we switched yeah. from YouTube to Rumble, by the way, a lot of you guys didn't go. What are you waiting for? Why are you on this one particular platform? We're, we're going to be switching over. Right now, why are you from supporting YouTube, the cartel? from Facebook? Exactly, stop supporting the, the gangsters, satanic, yeah. ruling corporate, every, every state street, BlackRock, ESG. YouTube. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, go on Rumble. They're the ones who are helping us. Exactly. <laughs> go right now to rumble.com forward slash we are changed. We're ending this broadcast on YouTube. We're ending this broadcast on Fedbook or Facebook that also runs psychological experiments on people that are unsuspecting of it. So we're ending the streams right now. Just make sure to go there. Uh, before we leave YouTube, where else can people find you guys really quickly before we move over? At so Liberty Lockpot on Twitter, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere else, as well as Tower Gang. Check me out. Uh, podcast of the Lotus Eaters on YouTube, Rumble, everywhere else, and just lotuseaters.com if you want to come out and see the intellectual stuff that we do. Steph, before we go to Rumble. Steph, we are change at Instagram. And uh, yeah, subscribe, click the notification button. You might get it, you might not, but just go to Rumble. Stop stop being stop being a jerk. Go to Rumble. Dot com forward slash we are changed right now. A lot of you guys didn't do it last time. I'm mad at you. <laughs> Seriously, we're, we're, we're fighting an information warfare. We got a lot of things to talk about, especially when it comes to Ukraine, especially when it comes to obesity, especially uh, when it comes to a lot of the hot button spicy issues that we cannot talk yeah. about here. Go over. And we get to, to be profane and funny. What are you waiting exactly. for? Come exactly. On. And we get to tell the truth. Yeah, More the importantly. That's the thing. All right. Ending right now. Uh, Fedbook. It's like ending the right on now. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I YouTube. really do feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we should be live right now on Rumble. And we're going to start off with this first clip here, well, a part a of this thing, podcast. It, we're still live right now, by the way. It, it is crazy how we have to self-censor. Yeah, like it's every, insane. Every content creator you know self-censors on, it, it the, hurts my on, soul. on the cartel platforms. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I hate doing it. You know, Joe Biden definitely stole that election, man. <laughs> I just don't believe 81 million I'm more popular than Obama no, no no, you're not you're a senile old corrupt man at the top of a pyramid of cartel members right and you literally wrote a Time Magazine article you personally didn't Biden that they say yeah we stole the election there was a conspiracy Trump was right and it's like that's literally a quote it's like listen you God, these people are evil. No, Carl, 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 they fortified the election, uh, yes, okay? That's true. They, they, it was they, a fortification. Yeah, yeah, they just fortified it. Yeah. Totally yeah. fine. Don't worry. Don't no, no, no worry about uh, it. I yes, hope so, we're on Rumble. Been, okay. We are on Rumble right now. All right, good. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always said I, I'm not sure about the actual day of did they manipulate the machines. I don't fucking know. No, I don't know about the machines, but, but I, yeah, I know but they wrote the Oscar. In terms of rigging it, it was yeah. fucking rigged through yeah. and through. You yeah. had all of the people with my worldview were banned or suspended or algo suppressed for the entirety of 2020. Then you have uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story that gets buried, which would have buried Biden if they had just allowed that to be released. I couldn't even fucking DM it. To it was people. literally banned on Twitter. The yeah. New York Post got banned on Twitter because they, they posted something true. They made it so that I couldn't send links of the article in DMs to people, yep. much less publicly. Yep. That is that is a pure suppression because yep. they knew it was catastrophic. Yep. So they did what they had to do. And and hey, more power to you. You stole the election fair and square. But I just wish that we could actually. <laughs> I just wish we could talk about it. You, you know? stole the election. I mean, the, the four a.m. ballot dumps as well. Oh yeah. Oh, look, one hundred fifty thousand Biden only votes. Oh, well, that's incredible. What are the odds? Well, the Zuckerbucks really made a big deal and i think yeah, one of the reasons yeah. why florida didn't turn into a purple state or a blue state was because of ron DeSantis specifically going after facebook and saying you motherfuckers are not putting any of your Zuck- zucker bucks into this fucking election because i see exactly what you fucking fuckers are doing <laughs> and what, 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 what were they doing they were going into predominantly democratic areas and, and they were like we're gonna help you vote oh, ballot harvesting and has to end man. Yeah, it has to be yeah. in person on pottery yeah. shards like the ancient greeks intended <laughs> yeah. i'm not even joking <laughs> fucking fingerprint I don't give. Fu- yeah. I actually I probably it. would be paranoid. Like I don't want. I don't want to fucking the government know my fingerprints. They probably already do. <laughs> of course but, they do. But, what are you they, they, you think they, they don't? They probably already have like rectal scans. Who, who knows what the fuck they got? But uh, more importantly, um, Mark Zuckerberg spent a half a billion dollars on yeah. on helping fortify this election, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And it, yeah. it truly made a big difference because all yeah. you had to do in those Democratic areas is go from one building to another building yeah. and literally take people's votes and vote for them and now in in uh, pennsylvania they made uh, mandatory voting registration for everyone so pennsylvania that used to be a purple state now predominantly will again go for the democrats uh, it's interesting if you lay it out as well then you can see like the sort of a heat uh, sort of mountain map of it there are certain like there are like four districts where it's like massive spikes for biden and it's like really that's really really weird especially as most of those people are already dead Yes. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a coinky dunk. You know, nothing just to worry about shocking. here. Uh, yeah, just, anyway. Just anyway. Every, every, you know, well, you know. There's no need to relitigate it. Everyone, everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. In, in related yeah. fascist news, we have this <laughs> latest speech yeah. from Justin Trudeau, which I think oh, yeah. is, is definitely mm-hmm. worth watching in its fullest context. Well, audio issues again. You boomer. I know. We're, we're learning how to do this. We're doing good, though. We're doing fine. Very good, my 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 viewer in in Canada. You you cock beta cock bitch. Well, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Justin Trudeau's voice was a bit more manly than I was expecting. Though. That's true. And a bit more German I, than I, I was expecting. And maybe as well. he took some testosterone shots, yeah. or uh, maybe he, uh, you know, decided to actually he's got a very feminine lift voice. a little bit. He's yeah. got a very effeminate voice. I, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, he, he could have grown some <laughs> chest hair, right? He, he, he could have done some squats. He could have done some deadlifts, and he could have, uh, yeah. you know, changed his voice. But uh, I think I think he's just finally out of the closet and sleeping with who he really wants to. So it's making him feel. 
more alive. Yeah, yeah, average yeah. theater kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think that's what's happening. He's didn't like, he, he's didn't he separated. divorce his wife? Yeah, right? that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. then the next day, he's taking a photo with this young strapping, or strapping young lad. And then he, oh, had, really? he had to clarify that it was his son. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's because true. Every, yeah, yeah. Because everyone was like, Dude, "Who are you?" Trudeau's finally this? coming out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, Canada is making a big stand for uh, Ukraine, as, of course, Vladimir Zelensky was just with the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. They were hanging out, and the Canadian government promised anything and everything for the Ukrainian government, as, of course, here in the United States, there are some Republicans finally speaking out on the larger blank checks that have been given out to Ukraine that sadly are going unaccounted for, as there's many reports coming in from the front lines of soldiers who were there, who were conscripted who are being forced to fight on the front lines against what used to be their literal neighbors, those individuals are not getting the proper equipment that they need, even though there was over $100 billion spent on this conflict. How is this happening? Well, a lot of people are pointing the finger at direct corruption that, that it has always happened inside of Ukraine, as, of course, the Ukrainian government has been known for being one of the most rotten and corrupted governments in all of the world. This is one of the reasons why a lot of people believe that there was U.S. bioweapons facilities and research facilities inside of Ukraine, and one reason why a lot of Ukrainian politicians are living life very lavishly, as, of course, a lot of their men are being sent off to die in a war where Zelensky is promising a population will be replaced through immigration very soon, as BlackRock, State Street, and Goldman Sachs are going to be a part of the rebuilding effort, along with Marina Abramovich, the <laughs> fucking spirit-cooking lady that literally takes blood, piss, shit, and other fucking human excrements and writes on fucking walls messages to demons, summoning them in, is going to be working with Vladimir Zelensky rebuilding schools in Ukraine. Just when you thought it couldn't get any fucking crazier, here we fucking are. <laughs> Carl, totally normal, right? I mean, if there's one person you want in a school helping your kids, it's this satanic blood-drinking woman. Yep. Like, the, I mean, it's just... It, it, like, it, it really... Uh, there's a part of me that wonders, right? Because, I mean, I'm not normally the sort of, oh, yeah, all the elites are pedos. But then this sort of happens. It's like, okay, maybe it is a satanic pedo cult. You know I mean? Like, they literally seem to be saying it. You know, where's the Epstein client list? You know, who who is he trafficking to? Who knows, right? And then and then they do stuff like this. And it's like, this is so ridiculous. It's almost like they're, they're kind of, like, daring you to be like, go on, point it out. You're going to sound like an idiot. Mm. Go on, t go tell your nan that actually the, the, the spirit-cooking, demon-worshipping, weird like sex cultist is being put in charge of schools in ukraine to help Zelensky. go on but tell, I, go I, tell I, it. I have a theory on this that i'd like to run past you guys because but, but just really quick they are all satanic pedophiles that do <laughs> rape children <laughs> and use it as a form of extortion and being able to of course lock down and control politicians as as a way of having to just compromise on them and, and to, to, to keep them in place as of course to, the establishment is rotten to its fucking core go ahead Clint. yeah so so <laughs> and, and, and also and you. <laughs> to fact check uh what lucas saying also he he said a lot of people think that there was biolabs well one of those people that that thinks that is victoria fucking newland who said it on on uh you yeah. know in yeah, congressional yeah. testimony yeah. uh so yeah there were biolabs in ukraine and they were funded by the the uh, u.s government that's a fact so anyways moving on Here's why, my why would they though why would why would the u.s government you know what we need to do we need to get these biolabs as close to russia as we can 
Why yeah. would they do that? It's, it's so odd. Weird. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because there was actually a ban of gain of function research, and they had to migrate there? to other nations, and yeah. they had to circumvent that. Maybe yep. sending the money to Peter Daszak in China. Yeah, to recall wow, the really weird. It's strange how weird. Fauci still is a free man. Yeah, it's not like in the Patriot Act they had specific yeah. provisions that were put in there last minute that made it unpunishable to work on bioweapons. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let me let me run my my thesis past you guys. I think this is this is off the off the board conspiracy theorizing, but I honestly think I may be onto something. But have we ever been wrong? No, but, but we've never been wrong. So <laughs> yeah, right. hang in here. All right, I think that Vladimir has been going hat in hand. He obviously he came all you know six thousand miles away. Right. Yeah, 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 Zelensky. He comes six thousand miles across the pond. He he's hat in hand. He's begging for the billions because the the well appears to be driving up or dry, drying up. You have a lot of GOP members that are unwilling to to fund his, the continuation of this endless proxy war. He he also is uh, pressuring Canada as well. Trudeau comes out and he gives and this, my country. He gives, he gives this very this vociferous speech where he's just like ah, we had to, this is the end. We have to ah, we're gonna fight, stand with them to the end of time, right? I think that Zelensky, seeing that that the the GOP in particular is getting cold feet, but just broadly, I think that the political climate is making this largely untenable to continue this indefinitely. And he's saying Boris Johnson, at your direction, came over to me and he said, "You guys, you motherfuckers, were going to arm me to the end of time. We were going to win this war. Where are you now? What is this?" So he goes, "Hey, <clears throat> you know that spirit cooking lady that all the conspiracy theorists." Uh, think is proof that you guys are all bloodthirsty uh, pedophiles. Yeah, I want her to be the ambassador to Ukraine. I, this it's is my so comical. It's this so is my honest like, thesis because because he's threatening them. He's saying, "I know where the bodies are buried, Joe, and you're going to fucking fund this war." You know no, what? Do you, any thoughts? I, I think that when we win and Alex Jones has returned to Twitter, he's going to seem really boring. <laughs> he's because <laughs> it's going to be like literally all on the news. Like you're 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 citing <laughs> mainstream media sources like, "Hey, spirit cooking woman is now going to be fiddling with kids in Ukraine." It's like. Okay, that's weird. What's Alex Jones going to top that with? Yeah, you know, well, what's that, he going to do? That, well, that's why he's already gone interdimensional with his theory. Yeah, you've so. got to right. You got to. Go. <laughs> you got to put it to another level. Yeah, you've you got know. to. You, yeah, but it's just. I mean, I can't believe the world is actually controlled by these people. This is just awful. I, know, it, I struggle it, it with has, it too. And, and it always has been, Carl. Yeah, that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, scary yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're like, this isn't a new thing either. I, I mean, oh, they were God. they were sacrificing children at the altar for for uh, you know centuries. Child sacrifices always Child, been a thing. Yeah, talking to the mic, uh, just really quick. But but, but, that yeah, is but, but when you look at you know the occult and when you look at a lot of the elites, there is a lot of very strange activities, especially when it comes to taking some of the most innocent. Uh, in our society and and literally ripping their fucking hearts open for everyone and and child rape and energetic transference these motherfuckers are sick they're fucking dirty george w bush knowingly on the fucking record with john Kerry, were fucking jerking off inside of coffins confessing their sexual sins do you know about that carl uh <laughs> something i knew they were part of the skull and bones they were doing some crazy ass shit. and that's that. the shit that we know about Imagine the shit that we do not know about that has gone on with these dirty, disgusting, crazy, sociopathic motherfuckers out why, there. Why does that, John that Podesta are literally fucking raping children? Why does, the fucking record? Why does John Podesta have numerous pieces of artwork of abused children on his walls? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's a, it's a reasonable Nothing question. Nothing like that in my house. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and, and given him, keep in mind, it's Podesta and Hillary Clinton yeah, that, that, yeah, that are all good with uh, yeah, Abramovich. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But th this is why I think that Vlad is doing that. He's saying, oh, you guys you guys are going to defund me and, and allow the Russians to take over all of Ukraine, which means that I die. He's going, that ain't happening. That ain't happening on my watch. How, how did Zelensky become a billionaire? What kind of comedian becomes a billionaire? A Ukrainian comedian 
gets like $800 million or something in the bank. He's like, that's a bit weird. Yeah. And then he becomes president of Ukraine. I that's, have I have some really of yeah yeah I have I have some of the art here uh, pulled up yeah, it's from the Podestas and it's fucking disgusting and it's yeah. fucking let's just say a little bit of pro- uh, problematic to say the least and why the fuck are we not canceling the Podestas why are we Russell Brand really really mother really come the fuck on now and and that spirit cooking story I you know I I have to pat myself on the back here because it was actually our uh, news organization that broke that story beautiful before anyone even caught it or picked it up and we're the ones that actually put everything, put the two, to get two together. No one knew about it. It was in the WikiLeaks email. Shouts out to yeah, Cassandra yeah, Rules. Yeah, yeah, Cassandra yeah, Fairbanks yeah. was working as one of our uh, editors, and she was like, hey, look what the fuck I found. Are we going to run this story? I'm like, the fuck? Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, this proves everything that we've been talking about. This proves everything that happens at the Bohemian Grove. This proves everything that, that we've been screaming about from the top of our fucking lungs. As Of course, it's important to note here, independent media, Alex Jones, ourselves, We Are Change, and other influencers were literally warning people about Jeffrey Epstein while the corporate media was cheering him on, talking about how great of a philanthropist he was. Fucking sick, fucked up shit as they were literally causing... The corporate media was literally running a fucking train of small children saying, hey, this guy's great. He has a lot of money. He's going to invest in your business. They were literally helping provide that motherfucker children to fucking rape. And there was thousands of them that were fucking raped, which is fucked up in so many different ways. you got to remember, this is international as well, because the BBC and Prince Andrew did the same sort of thing with Prince Andrew and Jimmy Savile. Like, they they literally... Like, the stories about Jimmy Savile are just abominable. Exactly. And the BBC come out and go, oh, Russell Brown's a bad man. Oh, you can shut up. That motherfucker was a necrophiliac. That motherfucker was fucking dead bodies. He was on another fucking level. They covered for it. They cover for everything until the person is no longer useful. Exactly. That's what it is. Can you clarify? was killed. And then we had the Dennis Hassert debacle. Then we had one of the prime ministers that was also accused of abusing children as well. All connected to, of course, the royal family. There's the Euris Deming scandal over in Holland. There's a lot of really fucked up shit that we still don't even know about as we still know very little about the exact details as of course right now in Ukraine there's also a lot of accusations of organ harvesting and human trafficking which wouldn't surprise me because that usually happens during war. Mm-hmm. Any kind of war that happens there are atrocious atrocities that happen on both of the sides. I'm not saying the Russians are, are the good guys here there's a lot of bad blood there especially with what the Russians have done to the Ukrainians throughout the last few decades especially with well, the what, last 57 Years exactly. like that has been really yeah, yeah, bad for the yeah, Ukrainians, yeah, especially when it comes right. to the Holdemore, especially yeah, when it comes yeah. to the starving of the local population. There, there's deliberate a lot of Soviet up. famines, exactly. Can, can you can yeah. you clarify what Cassandra broke? Was it the emails where they talked about pizza and the whole comet ping pong thing, or no, 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 and yeah. that's how and the then, phrase yeah. got out in the public because wow. everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" And so people start googling it. And actually, there's loads of pictures of her with like, yeah, like the, the piss and shit. Across there's the videos walls. of this. Yeah, there's, there's videos. There's of it. Video. And, it is, and everyone was like, uh, "What is this? Why are all the rich and famous people doing all this weird shit?" Yeah. And it's like, okay, well. And why? And why are you, why are all the Hollywood elite and musicians doing similar yeah. things? And why why did Jay Z did a documentary with uh, Abramovich? Like, what the fuck really? is this? Yeah, why, it's just very strange stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why is she so youthful at sixty eight? Just, anyway, she also has a very interesting art installation. We're on Rumble, I'll say it. Adrenochrome. That's why. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be Adrenochrome. It could be a lot of other fucking, <laughs> fucking crazy ass things. I'm trying to look She's up the picture. She's like modern day Elizabeth Bathory, though. It's mad. 
It's like literally. Who's, who's that yeah. for the American uh, audience? She, she used to bathe in the blood of young girls to keep herself youthful in oh, like wow. the 17th century or 16th century, something like that. And a lot of the elites it, do from, that. From, do the that same, fucking from the same area of the world that um, Abramovic is from, incidentally. Uh, what is it? Um, somewhere in somewhere in like the Balkans. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I was there and I was working on a story because that's also where uh, Nikola Tesla uh, yeah. was from Serbia. Some, I believe some, uh, and, and I also heard of a story of uh, Marina Abramovich's brother, who allegedly is totally different than her and working in different kind of alleged energetic spaces. As, oh, yeah. as uh, Marina is known for working in b- the black magic space, her brother is known for working in, the, in the, uh, the light magic space. She now also has an art installation that, of course, the corporate media and uh, the BBC are r- running with right now, showing, of course, uh, two naked bodies. Of course, it's, it's a white woman and a black male that people have to squeeze themselves through oh, yes, in yes, order yeah, to yeah, enter yeah. the art yeah. exhibit. A- again, just when you have the most kind of the debaucherous, fucked up, crazy, sickest, most perverted fucking ideas presented to the general public and blasted in your subconscious all the fucking time, you got to understand that there's a lot of agendas at play here. There's a lot of really fucked up things happening here that uh, we don't even know about. We can only speculate. And, and you think it's bad? It's Probably way fucking worse than you could even yeah. probably yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine. This is, this is the tip of the iceberg. This is what we see. So imagine what they're doing behind closed doors. I just I dread well, to think. I, I, I've never seen any evidence that magic's real. Am I the only one? So like, why the fuck? Like, but then you see all of these power brokers that are in the same weird shit. And you're like, is this real? I think, I think YouTube, by the way, banned and removed my video as soon as we broke this report. So we broke the spirit cooking report. No one else knew about it. We had the first article. We had the first images. Yeah. We put it all together. I did a video about this. Mm-hmm. That video was literally banned and deleted by YouTube with me just saying, hey, this is the article that we broke. This is the information that, that we saw. This is where we got it. This is the source. This is the, the, the you know, putting all well, the pieces together. We uploaded claim? that video to Rumble, by the way. So if you want to see that video, just go and uh, search Banned by YouTube, Spirit Cooking and the Dark Satanic Circle Around Hillary Clinton. That's the title of the video. Only available on Rumble since YouTube took it down and deleted it. Those fucking bitches. <laughs> so, out, of, out of curiosity, was it was it uh, leaked, leaked documents or... Like confidential documents, like what was yeah, just so WikiLeaks yeah, emails. Was WikiLeaks emails. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah. is that why YouTube took it down? Was that their claim? They never gave me a, a oh, fucking no, no, no. I've, I've put videos about WikiLeaks stuff. Yeah, uh, like you know, and like not that you know, just sort of like the normal sort of political things. Yeah, right. And YouTube never took them down. Huh. So, but I've got a theory on magic, right? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Because I'm I'm coming out of the sort of like you know rationalist liberal space, and I'm like, right, okay. There's got to be some explanation for all of this. And you're like, well, what is, you know, magic's not, not real. It's not, obviously, it's not real. But we think of magic in a kind of mechanical way, right? We're like, okay, well, I should be able to pick up that bottle over there and move it over there with the power of my mind. And that's not really what they th- mean with magic. And that's not r- why they do all these like ceremonies and stuff. I think magic could better be understood as being that which moves the minds and hearts of men, right? Hmm. And it binds them together. So when they do so a ritual... Hypnosis. It, not hypnosis, because that's that's too direct, right? What it is is more like a spiritual thing, where they all feel they've been through the same ritual and the same event together, right? Uh, and so now there's a bond, an invisible bond that links yeah, them all. creates community camaraderie. Exactly, but like it, it, and it, it influences the way they think about things and what they will and won't do, hmm. right? And and so they that's why, and in fact, I think, I think that's why they hate Russell Brand so much, because Russell Brand's a bit of a spellcaster himself, right? Yeah, indeed. He's, he's a very charming guy, and he's yeah. very articulate. If you watch him talk, he's just like, yeah. It, 
exactly. Ah, he, like, he 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 can he can move the hearts and minds of men, right? Mm. And this is what I think they think magic is. And I think actually maybe that's a good description for it because I think that's what Trump's doing, right? He's generating he's summoning up the deep magic of America mm. when he does when he does what he does. And if if you view magic like this, it's like what you know what enchants the minds of men. Okay, well, there's actually quite a lot, a lot of magic going around, and actually we can tap it, right? And actually we can use it, and actually it's got a practical effect, and actually we can see there are different kinds of magic, right? There's there's good, patriotic, wholesome love of family and country and right. truth and justice and beauty, and then there's Marina Abramovic and <laughs> this the, the legions of Satan on the other well, side. Well, just celebrating, atheist, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but more specifically, celebrating death, waste, destruction, and, and just the nastiest aspects yeah. of, of, of the human body that yeah. are, are waste. And then, therefore, they're using this waste to literally summon in demons. That's what they believe in. Yeah. And, and you know, personally... And they, they yeah. view it as, like, mind changes in people, exactly. right? Exactly. They, 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 and, and it literally is like mental enchantment. So it's not like this is going to start floating around, but this person will become a bad person and start doing things they otherwise would not have done. You know? and, 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 and then they get off on that power. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's an energy to all of this, right? And you can, and so you see the wholesome energy at like Trump rallies. You can feel the magic, man. You know, you can see everyone in the in the audience is having a great time. But conversely, you've got the sort of dark magic where you can imagine being in one of those fucking rooms where they're doing something utterly abominable. And there's probably some sadistic pleasure that they get from this. And there's an energy to that as well. And so I, I'm, I'm not against the idea of using the term magic at all. I think I can kind of see it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I was always very kind of logical, and yeah, and I yeah. never was really open, uh, especially during my youth, to this idea of religion. But but when when I see all these elites and what they do at the Bohemian Grove, mm-hmm. and I see all these rituals, and I see all these little actions that they take take part in, and all the symbolism that they have everywhere, there's something to it, mm-hmm. especially with the dates that they specifically do things on, especially with the the messaging and and the the the, the same kind of images that are played over and over again, the same kind of words that are said yeah. over and over again. I, I think it's done for a very specific reason. There is an occult that is involved in our American politics. A lot of people don't realize it. And it made me understand that that I think what we're going through here is a larger fight between good and, and evil. It is spiritual. It, it's, it's, it it's, is spiritual it's very war. easy to call yourself yeah. good. But, but uh, you know, outside of that, outside of calling yourself good and just seeing them bad, there is a larger kind of energetic frequency that we are not privy to, that we do not understand, that is being exchanged here, that is being fought here, that is at play here, that is very critically important here. That energy, that residency is something beyond our senses, but it's there and it's fucking real. And there's no denying it. And they wouldn't do it if it didn't have some sort of effect. Exactly. Like, they wouldn't do it. There would no, be no skull and bone society. There'd be no spirit cooking. There'd be no like weird cabals where they have like this, you know, they... They, they wouldn't be running around naked in the woods yeah, with, exactly. with, worshipping Moloch and, and doing yeah. mock child sacrifices they like they do, do at the Bohemian Grove. They wouldn't. Do you remember oh. the, the sacrifice at CERN? Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. And they yes, were just, yes, oh, yes, it, was yes. just, it was just some fun. It's like, okay, well, I want to talk to those people. I want to... Exactly. Where'd you get the robe? Where did you get the fucking robe to do the, the mock sacrifice at CERN? What did you think you were doing? Take, talk me through it. You know, why was the reason for that? And, and that's the thing. It's a ritual. Rituals create a kind of energy in the people themselves. Because like, I don't want people to think that I'm saying, oh, the table has energy. That's not what I'm saying. It's what we project onto things and what we project to each other mm-hmm. you know, and how we feel. Like, and there's an energy in this room right now, and it's a really positive one. right? Because right. you know, we think of ourselves as decent people. We do the right thing. We tell the truth. And as far as I can tell, that's good. 
right? That does good things for everyone around us. And so everyone feels happy and healthy and wholesome. And these people are just the the, the mirror image of this, the negative image well, of this. And you could be around people and you could also feel this kind of same kind of frequency and this kind of energy. If you're yeah. around good people yeah. that do good yeah. stuff and, and, and view themselves as good and, and yeah. work towards family and community yeah. and, and, and work on the betterment of humanity, you feel really great around those people. Yeah. They, they feel awesome. But at the same time, if you're around some dark, seedy, evil motherfuckers, you know you are. You fucking feel it. Yeah. Um, I, I've did I, I did a lot of on the ground reporting where uh, I was in some very crazy areas from Somalia to Venezuela. I've been around killers and murderers. You could fucking feel it. It is it. it is there. You can Especially see it if there's death, you feel I, I have a, one story a, a for crazy this. fucking energy around death as well I that that it. can't be explained. Which is why uh, well they by words. why they mimic it all the time. Exactly. Before, they celebrate death because yeah. essentially what they are the bigger secrets of what they are is yeah. a death cult that celebrates and I think is influenced by larger energetic demonic forces that are there influencing push pushing them to to do all the horrible things that they're doing before before I got into the political space I was a real estate investor and I, I went and I looked at this house that was for sale beautiful property in Fallbrook California like way underpriced and as a real estate professional I knew right away that it was tremendously underpriced like a third of market value. someone got murdered in it, it you know you already yeah, you already yep. jumped to the conclusion but sorry uh, to ruin it I walk into this bedroom yeah. and it's a kid's bedroom and there's foot feet print all over oh, the walls no. and I'm like what the fuck is this and then I I, I call the agent and it's like this is an off-market listing the house is worth well over a million dollars but it's on the market for four hundred thousand and I ask and they say well the husband was in the it, the house was almost done. It was ninety nine percent done, and his his wife left him, and he hung himself in his daughter's room, Jesus. and and the footprints that I saw yeah, were from him good. kicking yeah. while he was hanging himself. And I, and I'm telling you, I walked into this room, and before this was before I had called, I didn't know the story. I walked yeah. in this room, and I just had a chill go through my spine. It yeah. was like it was just like instantly the worst feeling I had ever had, and I didn't know why. And then I call and I find that out, and I'm like, okay, yeah. there's energy. There's a thing. I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's real, yeah. man. And you, you can see it on people's faces, like like people who do good things all the time. Like there's a there's a, there's a bit in a Roald Dahl book where he talks about this. He's like, look, people are happy and have good thoughts and do good things. Their faces kind of shine and they're pleasant to be around mm -hmm. and they, it radiates out of them. Right. And people who do terrible things, you can see it on them. It's, you know, it's get, in their eyes. They too. get bags under their eyes. Yeah, yeah and they, they yeah. get the haunted you, look. When I when and, I when I see uh, Jacinda Ardern, the yeah, prime right. minister, like she like, looks wrecked. She looks she looks like she has committed grievous evil on humanity, and because mm -hmm. she has, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, it's, but it actually weighs on her. Like yeah, you can almost yeah, see it in her, but yeah. it's not stopping her, which is what's fascinating. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, can you imagine? Like she's probably. She, <laughs> There's she, just no she, turning back. But I you guess. look at Jacinda as well. Jacinda's a great example because like five years ago, she looked quite youthful. Right. Like, and her face was quite perky and stuff like that. And it's just, ah. Yeah, she's gone. And, yeah, and it's just wow. like the, the soul is being, and so, but you're like, you know, she, she can't help it. You know, she's trapped in this, this machine, yeah. right? This, this energy is always around her. And she was in the United Nations literally calling for the end of free speech because yeah, yeah, yeah. it threatens the yeah. power institutions that are yeah. abusing we, the current situations. Look, that they we, have. Just, yeah. we just need the collective will to <laughs> allow for censorship and yeah. then we can solve all of our problems. This is yeah. no big deal. I, I, just, I, I just wanted to make a, one quick point too. I, I've always struggled with this idea of energy and religion uh, primarily yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm, a, I'm an agnostic and I was, like, I was like, this all seems like nonsense to me. But the more, the more I, I look at the full scope of our problems the fact that we have so much institutional rot and control over almost all aspects of our life mm. i've come to the conclusion that if you don't have a belief in something bigger than yourself you won't be willing to make the sacrifices necessary to remedy what ails 
our civilization in this moment. So like it's almost a calling for, if not a full and outright religiosity, mm. something that approaches that because otherwise you're just going to shut your mouth and, and go along to get along. I think yeah. you have to have a belief above yourself. That's so, some kind of spirit, right? That's something. the thing. Some animating spirit. Yes. Cause I, I tell you, what, I've seen a, a it. higher, I, a higher belief. I, I've seen the magic man. I, in Trump's 2020 campaign, you could see the magic. It was genuinely electric, you know, it was in the air. And the thing is the same happened with the queen's funeral in Britain. Like suddenly the country just ground to a halt, and then all like all of England basically focused, and and the whole the whole thing was. I mean, you would never like rationally right right. I'm going to do the Queen's funeral. We're going to have the guards doing this, and the, you know th these are ancient things that we've inherited, and so and the whole country literally just stops and watches. And I was just watching the whole thing. And I had fucking tears in my eyes. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And you, it's magic, you know. I wow. don't know what that means necessarily, but you can see the entire country moving in the same direction for the same reason and they're all happy to but do it. But you know there was dark magic behind the Obama campaign too cuz I, I remember I, I remember <laughs> a similar was. sensation though yeah. to to watching Trump's rise and like his well, uh, Obama's campaign was all lies. Uh, no, I know, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying I'm just saying you could see mm. the the hope and the joy in the yeah, audience yeah, yeah, when Obama yeah. was being inaugurated in 08. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was that moment oh, yeah, that energy yeah, yeah. is the, the energy was there man. But but yeah, I'm just yeah, saying you yeah. can use that that magic for good or for absolutely bad. absolutely yeah. I, I actually, um, it, it, I, I believe it in many different ways because I've seen it in, in the I'm, larger I'm political sphere. I'm less physical about it than you are, but uh, I, it's yeah. definitely real. I, I've seen it not just in the political sphere, but I've seen it also on the individual level as well. Yeah. So I've seen some crazy shit within my last 20 years of, of, of doing this stuff, especially being around a lot of these mm. crazy evil motherfuckers. I once got drunk and hammered with the White House press corps. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, you can't imagine... It was off record, so I can't really get into too much of it. But in related celebrating evil news, <laughs> we have this video coming from the Canadian Parliament highlighting how they gave a standing ovation to a, to a Waffen SS member. Yeah. Oh, you heard it. Zelensky's speech received at least a dozen standing ovations. There was also one for this man, a 98-year-old Ukrainian-Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War. <laughs> what did you think was fucking happening then, you dumb fuck? Who, who do you think the Russians were fighting, you fucking idiot? Who fucking were the Russians hell? fighting in about 1942? <laughs> fucking like, what? Oh, it was Ukrainian independence. That's Dude, simple. This, well, is, this is how bravo. fucked up their worldview is, is that the Russian collusion stuff and their hatred towards Putin <laughs> yeah, the, has, made, yeah, yeah, has yeah. made them just think that like, well, he was fighting against the Russians, so it's a good thing. It's, it's just it's remarkable. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 oh. They were our allies. You were, we were all allied with Russia <laughs> exactly. against the person he was fighting for. Why was that? Oh, the, you know, this is the this is the first honest thing that's happened in Canadian <laughs> po in politics in a long time that they gave a standing ovation to a, a fucking Nazi, uh, to a Nazi because Nazi. because they usually do it to uh, you know people that pretend like they are yeah, anti-fascist yeah, yeah, like yeah, Trudeau. Yeah. No, this is actually what they're about. I, mean, I think it's honest. There can't be that many actual Nazis, like people who genuinely served in like the, well, the was it, Army. Is it Victoria like, Newland connected to the Nazis as well with her I parents that, I that I also have been? But, but Klaus's dad was. Yeah, his dad was. Yeah, yeah, George. Soros, another yeah. individual that we can't talk about on, on YouTube, also connected to, to the Nazis. Who actually served with the SS. That's fucking incredible. Like, there can't be many of them left. Yeah, he was 98, yeah. they said. Yeah, I right. mean, there's, there's probably a thousand of them left. Yeah, not even. Probably yeah. not even. So they managed to find, like, the one surviving Nazi, get him in the Canadian <laughs> Parliament, and give him a round of applause. Bravo! The, the response what? by Ryan Rally here on uh, social media is uh, the Nazi looking, saying, Are we the baddies? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you motherfuckers <laughs> are. 
and, and what you're doing is fucking evil. All right? It, it's fucking... It, 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 it destroys personal liberty. It destroys oh, people's freedoms. Just, it destroys sovereignty. It, it, it It's the black magic. It's exactly. Like, it's, yeah. it's just black magic. Exactly. Yeah, it's not light and, magic. And a lot of what they do is right in our face. Yeah. A lot of it is very obvious. They oh, brag the, the about Nazis it. The Nazis were total occultists exactly. as well, man. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, yeah. especially Hitler, who was a part of the Tullus Society, yeah. uh, a secret society, who also was connected with a lot of very prominent eugenicists. The Bushes were literally Prescott Bush, George W. Bush's fucking grandfather and great grandfather were supporters of Hitler to the point where they were had they had to be held responsible for it in a Senate, and they were punished for supporting Hitler. So uh, you know, the, the King the, of England had uh, to abdicate because he supported Hitler. Exactly. It's like, no, we're at war with Germany. You can't support him. It's like sorry. Yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's fucking mad. crazy because you know yeah. th- th- there's like this like new kind of trend of, of of these influencers who are like, yeah, Hitler's trendy. I'm like, you motherfuckers, yeah. he was a fucking meth head, he was a fucking eugenicist, he was a statist. First of all, that's the biggest fucking thing. He was anti-smoking. He was a fucking pro pro animal <laughs> activist. <laughs> and I knew I didn't like that Hitler guy, yeah, 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 but now he wants to ban my cigarettes. <laughs> he fucking wants to bang the ban the British fags for fuck's sakes. He 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 was fucking animal rights activist. Uh, I've nothing good about. This Hitler guy. Was he oh, a vegan? Even, no, he's a vegetarian. A fucking hell. Fuck the fucking vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what no. the but, fuck? But I was on the fence dresser. until now. Sharp yep. dresser. But worst of all, he's German. Uh, then <laughs> what was it Hugo Boss that he was yeah, wearing? Yeah, Hugo Boss, yep. Yeah. Fucking hell, but, man. Seriously, the, the, you know, they were all cultists, all the sort of Nazi exactly. in a circle, yep. weird cultists. And so, like, I, I hate bringing, like, oh, it's, it's black magic. Well, I mean, you know, that is one way of identifying. Yeah. Proof is kind of in the yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, The right? swastika was the symbol of the sun. Yeah, and when exactly. you look at the Aryan uh, kind of larger ideology, all that shit came from like India. Yeah. And, and, and the, it, oh, it's the, it's the larger occult. Exactly. Like exactly. Weird, you know, and it, it's really deep to get into and I don't want to get you, into it. No, no. Hitler yeah, sent like expeditionary forces yeah, yeah, yeah. over all over the world looking for yeah, the Aryan yeah, society yeah. and the Aryan but culture. This goes back to yeah. our founding too. I think it was Ben Franklin who believed in like transmogrification of Lead into gold, uh, like oh uh, yeah, well yeah, they've been trying to do alchemy for centuries. Yeah, know? no, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah. saying, there's a lot of a lot of like I mean, maybe weird, as a cult, I don't know. yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, many of them were. I mean, it could it could well be that they were. I don't know. You know, well, many of them were Freemasons, so it's like pro- probably that plays a role too. I don't yeah. know. It's all just interesting to me. I don't necessarily know that like it's the occultism that made them kill millions of people, or if it's like. They killed millions of people because they were fucking crazy, so they also were occultists. Like I, don't I think, know. I think you get into this sort of space where the energy is so negative, like the magic is so negative. It like it just becomes normal that you would think like that. Like who would think? Oh, I'm going to try and deliberately kill people. Yeah. Right? Well, like, but then you hear Hassan Ardern and, and Trudeau talk, and they're like, who who would possibly think that censoring yeah. free speech on a global scale yeah. would be a pathway to freedom and prosperity? Just, just like, remember how they talked the about people who didn't take the vaccine, like yeah. like yeah. they were the unto. Oh, I'll never forget who, who need to be literally locked up and exterminated. Yeah, majority of, of Democrats just, inside of the United States yeah. were literally polled saying, "Yeah, people should yeah. be arrested. People should be sent to camps. People should be very yeah. harshly punished for not taking a rushed experimental uh, fucking gene therapy that has been linked to myocarditis." And you you literally had like people like Piers Morgan. And Andrew Neil in Britain, like two famous broadcasters. Andrew Neil was literally, why, why shouldn't we take away their freedoms? He wrote that in a, in, a da- in a Daily Mail paper article. Like, why should we not take away the vaccine refusal its freedoms? It's like, yeah. do you even hear yourself? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you hear yourself? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, another guy connected to the Nazis, said, fuck your freedom. Yeah. Fuck you, you fucking Nazi fuck. <laughs> and and <laughs> he's wearing Nazis' swa- fucking uh, SS Waffen belts as well. Was he? And insignia, I confronted him. I screamed at him. Uh, Good. On, uh, you can see, you can, you can maybe still that. see the video. Yeah, I was like, let me, let's let's talk about your, your obsessions with the you know, Nazis. 
Nazis and, yeah. and Hitler. Uh, and when you look at his policies, when he was governor of California, they were fucked up. And it led to the current state that we're in right yeah. now. It gave and us Gavin Newsom, which destroyed the entire state. Fuck, yeah, but, it, but keep it, in mind, too, over 30% of Democrats polled in the, the height of the pandemic, right after the vaccines came out, over a third said that they were okay with the children of the unvaccinated being taken away by yeah. the state. Yeah, that That's a, a level of abject evil that I still, to this day, years later, I struggle to wrap my head around. You fucking people are so dangerous. I can't believe that you walk, that I walk amongst you. Like you're so, you're so crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's, it's really bad. And I, the thing is, I think the one thing that we're getting right in this sort of conversation is being able to frame it in moral terms like good and evil because it really is. And it, yeah. like as, as an agnostic, as an atheist, as, a, as an ex-liberal, I'm not used to using that kind of language, but I've really come to the conclusion, no, 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 we are on the side of good, which is wholesome and generative and decent, and they're actually destructive, evil, and immoral. And like, warmongers. More, more yeah, importantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they all, wage all that, war. All of that yeah. comes from that. Because, I mean, I'd wage war for a good reason, but it would have to be for the, a light reason. You know, to, to, you know like, I'm, I'm totally sympathetic to the average Ukrainian who's had their fucking country invaded and are just controlled by this evil cabal that so are going to send them into the guns. I'm so sympathetic to that. It's so awful that that is happening. But, like, look at the people who are going to do it. Because, really, you think, okay, Russia are bad. Okay, what are we going to do about Russia? Well, Trump's probably right. A negotiated settlement probably is the best thing. And they're going to be people like, well, well, what part of your country would you give up? Well, obviously London. Um, like yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually have already answered yeah, this. We can, we can pick this out real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but also, like, look, it, you know, there are... You're, what you're saying is, oh, I'm not prepared to give an inch to Russia, even though what they're trying to take are majority Russian areas, right? So, you know, they're ethnic Russians. Yep. And it's like, right, so how many Ukrainians is that worth to you? you well, know? Apparently and hundreds of thousands. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, well, to me, I don't think any, I wouldn't want to sacrifice any Ukrainians to that, actually. No. You know, I'm sorry. I've yeah, well, got no investment there. If, right? if, if Zelensky was some sort of, you know, incredible ruler of this incredibly free and yeah. prosperous nation, maybe, maybe, maybe you make that argument. argument. Yeah, but yeah. that's not the fucking case. You have yeah, one yeah. Yeah. jumpsuit wearing criminal cokehead versus some other. It's like, yeah. who cares? Yeah, and just I, to be someone clear. Someone else put it more very art articulately saying, I don't care what tracksuit guy runs the, that part of the world. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. And just to be clear, Vladimir Putin is a tyrant, right? Just for, from any standard we would use. He murders journalists. He obviously rigs elections. His COVID policy was also fucked up. They implemented vaccine passports yeah. as well, denied yeah, yeah, people yeah. their, yeah, their yeah. sovereignty he, and their he, fucking he freedom. He's a tyrant, right? But the thing is, there are a lot of people on the right who like Vladimir Putin because he speaks against wokeness. Yeah. And it's like, okay, look, everyone speaks against wokeness on the right. You know, you don't, you don't have to like Vladimir Putin. To at least, I mean, yeah, he's right about wokeness. He's right about the rot in the, the, in the West. Well, yeah, but everyone right about that. Yeah, everyone's saying, you're just thrilled that a, a, a world leader's saying it because none of the other world leaders in the West have got the balls set apart from Trump. And look what happened to him. You well, know, they, look at his mugshot, you know? So, it, it, like, Putin is not our guy. He's not a good guy. And you don't want him in charge. No. Know, that's just, you know... Not at all. But I also don't want to fucking die in nuclear war because yeah. because we're going to fight him to... Because, exactly. like, let's just be honest. His, his, his request was so reasonable. He's like, I had a 50-year lease on Crimea. I want that. I want the Donbass region to be uh, neutral. An independent republic. Yeah. It's it, full of Russians who don't want to be governed by Ukrainians. Exactly. Okay. okay. To totally reasonable. And then he said, hey, you know, like, the 10... Uh, of the the most recent nations that have been added to NATO, I want you to remove the military installments that you've put in there because they're too close yeah. to my fucking border. That's that's honest to God, folks. Look yeah. it up. That was yeah. his request. Yeah. How, how you now yeah. you have hundreds of thousands of dead people because that wasn't going to be acceptable to yeah. the neoliberal world order. But guess what? 
Those people are dead, and now they've already secured that that land bridge to Crimea. It ain't going back yeah. unless you have a full on World War Three with all of NATO. It's fucking nuts. And, and this counteroffensive hasn't been uh, that, oh, it's oh, it's that successful. Yeah, it's uh, Bloomberg has a yeah. very interesting article, Steph. If you could put the article out there that reads: "The West's patience is running shorter than Ukraine's war." Then, of course, we have the Associated Press saying that <laughs> Ukraine targets a key Crimean city a day after striking Russia's Black Sea Fleet headquarters, and you see them making some pot shots in the Black Sea. You see them going after Sevastopol. But when you look at the, the larger kind of map and the larger kind of gains by the Ukrainian military, it, it, it's not that significant. <laughs> and sadly, a lot of soldiers are losing their lives. Yeah. And sadly, a lot of them are fighting without the proper equipment, as, of course, Ukrainian politicians, a lot of them are, are living lavishly, are having their, their salaries paid for. And, and it's sick and disgusting. And, and to me, the people who, who want war are the, the larger cultists that celebrate death and see it as a larger sacrifice, as a larger bloodletting that has historically always happened. How far will this war come? Uh, I, I, I fear that it might escalate, especially with the other article that I have here by the Euromaidan Press, a very fitting name here. Steph, put the browser on. And uh, it reads, uh, quote, Britain to continue to stand shoulder to shoulder with Ukraine, Shaps says. As, of course, a yeah. lot of British cruise missiles are being used specifically to go yeah. after the Sevastopol military base inside of Crimea, which, in my opinion, this whole war is, is really about. This whole war is about that one key naval base that the Russians are in, incredibly invested in uh, that surrounds this entire them. conflict. It is existential to Putin, and he's not lying when he says that. No. That's their belief. It is the only year-round warm water port they have. If, yeah. the, if the U.S. only had one, we would fucking nuke a country if they threatened it. And That's I, just a fact. Ironically, this war is not existential to Zelensky, right? If he was like, okay, I'm gonna sign a I'm gonna sign a peace called, you know, Donbass and, and the other one will be independent republics. I accept that Crimea being like 90% Russian is now Russian territory. Yeah. Okay, fine. You, Zelensky Done. carries on. Zelensky does not get overthrown. Right. right? And and then his border dispute is settled and he might actually be able to be added to NATO. Yeah, yeah, right. Theoretically. Yeah, yeah. So. Like there's actually a win condition for both sides here. And and instead, and the thing is as well, like <laughs> I don't know why people in the West haven't figured this out. Russia is fighting the Russian way of war as it always has. The Russian way of war is always just men into the meat grinder. Yep. And we are going to grind you down in attrition because we are 10 times bigger than you and we're we're just going to throw our guys at it. And that's what's happening. And oh, well, Ukraine's losing. Like they thought Russia was going to fold like a paper tiger. It's like, no, it turns out they've got tons of resources that we need. And it turns out they're actually really stubborn. This and, is and they also have China, which now they're yeah, closer yeah, yeah, to. Course, and now they also now have India yeah, that they're yeah. working very close and with and selling their energy the to for, for very cheap. And how are things going in the West? Well, actually, everything's falling apart and everything's costing the fortune and everything's going down. And Russia hasn't collapsed. It's like, right, okay, this didn't work. This gambit did not work. Yeah. And, and clearly, Russia has a lot more people than Ukraine, as, of course, oh, yeah. a, a lot of elderly people yeah. are being enlisted. A lot of women are being enlisted. A lot of people are having their yeah. lives uprooted, and they're literally thrown to the front in many instances, not having the proper equipment, facing or off. training. Uh, yeah, or training. Like six weeks training is, is not enough no. to, to, I mean, to we, take we, on the Russian army. Are yeah. you kidding me? And, and again, the Russian army is also filled with a lot of corruption. It's filled yeah. with a lot of uh, just... It's not a great yeah, army. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not a perfect one. Yeah. But they have a lot of people. But their population also is in significant decline because of alcoholism, Big because time. of a, a low birth rate, because of uh, yeah. a replacement population Primarily that is not being the, met. the World Bank loans that they were uh, that was foisted upon the Russian people in the 90s. But we can set that aside. You're right. The Russian army isn't that great. But 
once they have their position, which they've created this land bridge, and they have reinforced it, and then they put reinforcements behind that, and it's just a fucking kill zone. It's exactly so, how the Nazi, uh, how they defeated the Nazis. Exactly. Just defense yep. and depth. Yes. So, called, right? so any counteroffensive is yeah. just death. Like yeah. you just you get pushed to the front batteries line. Batteries and batteries yeah, and batteries. You get put to the front line, too. and you're just you, it's a clock. You're like, yeah. I'm going to die within 48 hours. That's yeah, where yeah. that's how it is for the Ukrainians. It's awful, yeah. and it didn't have to happen. There, the exact outcome of this war was what Putin offered. Actually, it would have been better. It's what he offered in November of 2021, three months before the invasion, and and it was uh, you know shuttled or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. By Boris Johnson at the direction of the State Department of America. That blood is on the U.S. government's hands, the State Department's hands, the, uh, the Boris Johnson's hands. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. evil. What, what the Russians are doing, and, and you talked about it a little bit. I want to expand on it because it, it is their military strategy here. They have multiple front lines. And they have soldiers on the front line that will give up a little bit of resistance, but they'll give up that front line very easily. And right. this is why you see them retreat. And this is why on Reddit we see Russians retreat. Look how yeah. cowardly they are. They lost. They're losing. Uh, but but the they retreat drop. to the second line, and then they have that same exact location, that same exact front line calculated with their art yeah. artillery, yeah. which, according to many military analysts, is way more successful and way more powerful, way more effective than um, American artillery. And they zone in that one particular area, and the Ukrainians that have conquered the first line of defense just get bombed the crap out of, and the majority of them lose their lives when they're on the front lines. And it's tragic, and it's, and it's fucked up. And, and why are so many people being sacrificed and are going to be replaced by literally immigrants that Vladimir Zelensky promised the, the World Bank and, and State Street and BlackRock that he was going to bring into his country after their alleged victory. I don't think there's a victory here. I think when you're in war, both sides lose. I think right now this conflict is very dangerous. It could involve the British government. I think uh, Western governments have been involved in the blowing up of the Nord Stream pipeline, but there's also a Russian news report specifically talking about how a leopard tank was blown up and how allegedly there were German members of the German military that were in that particular tank. Now, again, could be fake news. I don't know, but this is the report that we're hearing that I saw today specifically of the Russian government reporting German soldiers from the German military inside of Ukraine, inside of a leopard tank uh, going up against the Russians. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that Western soldiers have fought in war zones that we've claimed they're not in, right? Exactly. Like there are in Libya, there were a bunch of British soldiers captured and stuff Syria. like that. Syria, yeah, 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 in Syria, yeah. everywhere, right? So, so let's let's not fool ourselves. Our governments just lie about where they're deploying troops. Yep. Okay. And and they lie about troop counts. They they lied oh, to they lied to Trump about the yeah, troop yeah, counts in Syria. Yeah, yeah. Fucking just lied yeah, about it yeah, to the, the commander yeah. in chief. They don't even tell them the yeah. truth. Because because right. because there's something international that's happening here. That's the thing. It's the yeah. birth of the world state. I completely agree. That's what they're agree. trying to do. But the, the the whole thing is just so awful because like no matter what happens to Ukraine, it's going to be a basket case. And like yeah, like you said, they're bringing a bunch of immigrants. But do you want that as a Ukrainian? You know, I mean, if you look at the demographic pyramid of Ukraine at the moment, it's like pretty normal. And then it's just a massive inversion because all the women have fled and all the men have died. Yeah, I'm going to ask you this question, Crazy. but before I do, Carl, I want to shout out everyone at Rumble. I want to shout out Chris Pavlovsky. I want to shout out Siraj, Habibi. They just put us on the front page of Rumble. Oh, Habibi, I, 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 Habibi! 
I, I appreciate everything you guys do. You guys are awesome. You guys are leading the front line. I messaged all the guys at Rumble as soon as I heard the news of the advertisers dropping out. I'm like, let me know yeah. how I could help. Let me know what I could do because right. uh, truly there are a lot of very top-down pressures against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got uh, back, appreciate the, the opportunity that they give us and uh, it means a lot to us. It means a lot to us for everyone to be here on Rumble. We told everyone on YouTube, hey, get off YouTube. Come here on Rumble yeah. because I do believe that this is where a very important fight for free speech is happening. I'm going to be reading off some of the Rumble rants. Uh, you guys could uh, just a quick thing. Super Chris, chat in many follow different me ways. on Twitter. Chris Pavlovsky. Yeah, he doesn't follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I want to talk. I'd love to talk. I'd I, love I, to I could reach out. He's um, yeah. a, a, again very interesting, fascinating guy oh, who heroic. who truly heroic. has a lot of pressure. On him and and standing up to that pressure yeah. to the point where even the French government banned Rumble from from its country because he said he he wouldn't ban uh, Russia today well, yeah. from the platform. And if you think the pressure has met its apex, yeah, no. it ain't even yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, you you're seeing the beginning. Of yes, it. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. that's the same thing that happened with. Uh, you know, Russell Brand. It's yeah, like it just yeah. it starts to escalate. The same thing that happened with with Rogan. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna they're just going to continue to escalate because <clears throat> they don't have a plan B, folks. It's censor us or we win. Like yeah, that's yeah. really where they're at. And that's very interesting because going back again, going back to the magic. Yeah, how, how could it be the case if it's not just words that are creating these effects? You know, everything mm-hmm. that they've done, they've conquered with words. And so, if, and that's why they're so afraid of like Russell Brand or whoever it is speaking. Yeah, you know, that's it's the speaking that damages. This edifice. I guess. I guess created. if if you frame it in that way, then I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, magic is obviously real because yeah. I, I think I think that there is nothing more powerful than a great idea. You yeah, know, like it, it really it can absolutely. it can compel it can compel a human being to sacrifice themselves. I mean, yeah. that is there anything more powerful than that? Exactly. I'm trying to look up the Rumble rants right now. Uh, so it just excuse me for a second. I'm on the back end of the platform. I'm like, okay, I want to make sure no worries, everyone's I, I, Rumble rants get in there. Well, but, well, but there's well, a bunch of stories. There's a bunch of stories we also no, got to get well, into, well, you're doing especially that. when it comes to immigration. But I wanted to ask you, uh, Carl, just just yes. blankly, when, when this conflict began, you know, CNN was saying it's going to be over in two weeks. I said this conflict could last <laughs> no. probably for, for a decade, maybe even longer than that, as, of course, conflicts are very easy to start. They're very difficult to stop. How do you see this thing going you have your pulse on the news in the united kingdom we have it here in the united states but what are you seeing what is your trajectory of what's happening inside of ukraine and how do you see it unfolding from here i mean i'm not i'm not an expert on the day-to-day maneuvers in ukraine or anything like that um but what's the ethos of, of an overarching view basically the question is who has the most patience who who is prepared to stick it out for the longest and the Russian way of war, like the, what you were talking about earlier with the defense in depth, is literally 80-year-old tactics. There's nothing new here. The Russians have been doing this for decades, and the, but they've been fighting wars like this for generations, right? And we're not used to that in the West. We're used to actual decisive victories. Yeah, we're right? like shock and awe. Yeah, exactly. Decisive victories where we conquer someone and occupy, right? And so, like, I don't, I don't know if we've got the stomach for it. And it depends just how long are the Ukrainians prepared to do this for, you know? How many people do they have? That's that's an important well, yeah, aspect I mean, here. And they're I running think, low. I yeah, think we're I reaching a, a very important moment where they are running out of, yeah. of, of human beings yeah, yeah, to I, put into the meat grinder. I agree. And I'm totally sympathetic to the average Ukrainian who didn't ask for this and didn't want to be a puppet in some globalist war. And it's like, well, I don't know what can be done. Like, I don't feel that we have control over our own governments at this point. So I don't know what we could do. They crush us when we step out of line far enough. And we we need to step out of line to be able to do anything in your favor. So, okay, we're being oppressed. You're being oppressed. You're being murdered. And 
what's the solution? Like, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing that I could yeah. say legally. You know? yeah. Yeah. Henry Kissinger, uh, a mass murdering eugenics, uh, satanic evil motherfucker out mm. there, created the term limited war. And I think that's exactly what's happening right now in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in yeah. Ukraine. It's a yeah. proxy war. It's between yeah. the East. It's between the West. Totally. And yeah. there's a lot of different forces. There's a lot of different powers. Yeah. There's a lot of different countries involved in all of this. And I think it, it, it could really get really bad. It's already really bad for the majority of the poorest people in the world. If you look yeah, at yeah. the effects of this war on energy policy, especially Food in the United supplies. Kingdom, when you look at it, when it comes to the grain exports yeah. and you see some of the poorest countries now being denied food when you see the poorest people who aren't able to pay for their electricity and for their heat during the winter fertilizer and things like that exactly. things, things that have knock on effects in like a decade exactly you know? like the, we're not seeing the consequences of this war well, yet. look yeah. just look at the immigration into europe and to the u.s it's yeah, it's yeah. it is just yeah. Uh, uh, and that immigration is going to be made it's that a wide much open worse. hose yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and mad. and uh yeah, I, I think those it's people a, aren't fleeing from nothing Exactly. A lot of them aren't even fleeing as well. That's the thing. A lot, well, of, a lot no, of them, yes. But. Yeah, yeah, no, but a, a lot of them are being propagandized. Oh, come, sure. Right? Of course. They're, they're, they're well, if they that, knew how fucked up America was, they'd stop coming. Stop coming. It's fucked up here. <laughs> no, no, but that's literally it. You know? but, but then when they get here, they're get, being given money by the government. It's like, why the hell would you be giving them money? You deport them because they're not meant to be here. Yeah, well, it's you incentives. Know? Exactly. Because so that's what they and, want. And, and that's the thing. You know, some NGOs or whatever get on their radios back there. There was this one guy who was like, yeah, on the radio in Ghana, they were saying they were giving away free money in France and Britain. And it's like, uh, okay. then, they, then they get there, that? they realize it was a lie, and it's like, what are no, you going to no, do? Are you going to go lie. back? It's not, oh, it's not a lie. We okay. give them money. <laughs> oh, Jesus like, it, so, for example, right, we've got the Lotus Eaters offices here, and then there's a hotel like two minutes away here, right? You go online, you can't book a room in that hotel for the foreseeable future, right? Because every single one of them is one of the migrants who's in, illegally invaded over wow. the channel, right? I'm paying for that. I walk past them every day sitting outside smoking with a, a rack of rusty old stolen bikes that they've got. And it's like, what are these people doing That's here? incredible. Right? Man. And yet the government still pays them. They're going to pay for them in perpetuity. That's wow. the plan. That's well, not it's, 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 it's a Koch brothers plan. It's, it's a plan that, of course, cheapens labor, yep. makes housing, yep. Yep. Uh, the price of housing yep. go up, and, of course, puts pressure on the lower and middle class, which is being eviscerated and destroyed by these globalists that, of course, are, are, are loving these policies that, that enrich them, as, of course, they use a lot of these people for cheap slave labor. And people don't talk about how, how it's fucked up on both sides here. And the Democrats are like, yes, we need more sanctuary cities. Yes, we need more help. We need to give it. And I'm like, you must motherfuckers are creating so much pain and havoc on these innocent human beings as of course i've did a lot of i did a lot of on reporting the people they're supposed to support exactly the people who pay their wages exactly and and i did a lot of reporting on the ground when it comes to the borders the borders in europe the borders here in the united states i was in tijuana i was in italy do you have borders in, in the united states uh, yeah, that's know? a good question like we're, a, we're literally yeah. an island so yeah. at least we have a natural frontier you guys have got nothing yeah that's that's very true um as, as of course a lot of people walk into the country and they're given and summonses for court nearly 10 years from now, which is absolutely fucking absurd. <laughs> uh, but but a lot of these people, as, as you say, are told, hey, come come here to Europe, come here to America. So literally funds caravans, shipping exactly. to your border. They're going to give you money. There's, there's you know, opportunities here. Why are Africans here. crossing the southern border in America? Did they swim? You know, yep. what the hell is going on, yeah, man? They're, they're literally flying from Africa into Mexico or to Brazil, and yeah, they're making they their at. journey up, and there's a lot of groups and organizations that are helping facilitate yep. all of this in, in many dastardly ways. So just a quick thing, right? You can Google, uh, um, what was it? Something like um, Towns Without Borders, Pueblos Sans Fronteras, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's actually the name of the Soros NGO that's making the migrant wow. caravans. Like, they've got a website and everything. Well, let, let, me, let me just uh, add a point that I, I don't think... 
I don't know if I've ever heard anybody make this point. It's fairly obvious, so I'm sure someone has. But, um, you know, the, the crisis that I was talking about with young men in this country. Well, if you have millions annually of illegal immigrants that are coming across the border, who who like which of those jobs are being taken? Like who who is having their job opportunities taken from them more than anything. Yep. It's not going to be you and I. It's not yeah. going to be people in their 30s or 40s that have like established themselves with career and a skill yeah, set. Yeah, I'm not it's, the one worried about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be the young guy who's yep. coming out of high school who's like, I don't have any experience. I need to get on, on the lowest rung of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Now, now, what does the, the Democrat Party do? They elevate the minimum wage to a point where basically the only job that's going to be filled will either be an illegal immigrant or the illegal immigrant will do it off the books or they'll hire a college graduate to take this minimum wage job because the minimum wage is so elevated. So what do you do? You now have an entire generation of rudderless young men who haven't even had a job at all that they just sit home and they play on Twitch and they watch YouTube and they just don't do shit with their lives. Like there are, there are deleterious knock on effects from these policies that I don't think people take into account. And I'm not sure that it's accidental, honestly. There there, there are also other things as well. Like, cause imagine, imagine, right. If, if tomorrow uh, Mexico was like, you know, Americans, uh, we're happy if you just illegally come in and we're just going to give you money. And then when a, when a Mexican says, Hey, why is my taxes going to this American? They're, They're like, shut the fuck up you're going to get censored for, for being racist against Americans. Right? This is a hate crime, right? You, you, we, we will literally shut you down if you complain that the Mexican government is giving your tax money to these Americans who shouldn't even be in the country anyway, right? right? Would you have respect for Mexicans? Would you have no, more or less? Exactly, right? You would think, what a, what a subjugated, cucked population, right? That's what they think of us. God. They think we're when, pathetic. Oh, man. When right? you put it in that framing, right? it is so profound and exactly. obvious. Exactly, and as a young man... Your government is humiliating you on a daily basis. The media is humiliating you yep. on a daily basis. And they're worried, oh, Andrew Tate, Nick Fuentes is radicalizing the young men. Yeah, I bet he is. I yeah. bet they are. Well, and and I, su- I wonder why they've got such a fertile constituency to recruit from. And then su- simultaneously, they are labeling these very same young men who they've cucked, as, as you just described. Yeah. No, no oh, they, label oh, them, yeah, they label yeah. them as privileged, as, oh, as yeah, the wealthy yeah, yeah, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. And these kids are struggling. They're like it's, drug addicted. They're yeah. living in a fucking trailer park. And they're not just like, it. they're like, fuck yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Not having it. And, and, and. So you've got these other young men from foreign civilizations who don't respect your own men. Oh, this is a recipe for disaster. Right. You know, this is a recipe for something really yeah. bad to come it's along. Military with. age men fight. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, good fight. luck. What do they do? Oh well, the, the Karens in charge don't understand, right? And there's a great example of this. There was a, the, there was a show on Channel Four where, with this woman called Victoria Derbyshire. She's probably late fifties, right? The, you know, very old, you know, older woman. And she's trying to, oh, she's talking to this like uh, Senegalese migrant or something like that. And, and he's like 24, right? And she's like, oh, you poor man. How, why did you have to flee your country? And he was like, well, I just heard they were giving away money in Britain. And so I, I, I decided to come. I wanted to, you know, make my dreams happen in Britain, he says. And she's, she's just literally perplexed. She's like, but aren't you worried about the danger? And I'm like, listen, old lady, you don't understand the risk taking abilities of young men right right yeah. you do not understand who you are talking to you are not one of them you don't understand they will literally jump on a fucking boat and sail across the ocean and conquer a continent that's what young men have historically always done yeah. yep. and you're inviting them in because you think they're victims and it's like you don't know what you're doing yeah, we're you know, at at that age. We're at a level of testosterone. We that, don't like, think about there, risk. There, there is yeah. no such thing as a bad yeah. idea. It's just like let's fucking go, man. And we don't think we'll be the ones who fuck up. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. We, oh, that other guy fucked up. No, I no. I when you this. go to war as a young man, you always assume you're coming back. Exactly. You know? Right. And and it's the so, other idiots that are gonna die. And so it's it's these 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 older women 
who are just trying to treat them like they're the children. And I bet these women are all childless as well, right? I bet yeah. they're all childless. Majority of them. And, and it's just, the, we have got such a recipe for disaster that's brewing. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not angry with Andrew Tate. That's all, I, that's uh, all exactly. I'm saying. You exactly. Know? I'm no thy no enemy. Well, you, the you, propaganda is so ingrained in a lot of these people's heads that they literally have signs saying, refugees, welcome, yeah. as they yeah. literally scrub the rape data from Sweden yep. uh, so they can't correlate it with their immigration policies, which, of course, it fucking is. Like, yeah. fucking cow. Like, holy shit, man. I, I recently gave a talk in the University of Exeter, right, and uh, went down there, and the, the, the young lads at the Liberty um, Student Association Freedom Student Association, who, I can't remember which one it was, but anyway, the, the, which word they used. But they, they were telling me how uh, they, they've got some refugees in Exeter. Uh, this Kurdish guy raped and chopped up a woman, there, a student there. And it's just like, just, and I'm just like, what? It's like, yeah, the, you know, the body was found chopped up and he'd done it. And it's like, okay, didn't have a lot of respect for her, did he? You know, do we want to talk about misogyny? Do you want to talk about, like, you know, Andrew Tate or Russell Brand? How many women did they rape and chop up? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and if, we're, if, if the answer is zero, then why are they the topic of conversation at all? And, right. and the more sinister nature of it all is that those events, those incidences are being denied that they oh, ever yeah. happened. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're being covered up yeah. by by the police that, that are just obfuscating the crime mm. statistics, saying, no, 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 this actually happened mm. by the, the institutions uh, like the schools that, that try to cover them up mm. by uh, police officers, by the media or organizations that literally just turn a blind eye to it and they don't. Yeah. Give a fuck, I and that, that's the thing, isn't it? Right? Because yeah. normally, in a, in a healthy, sensible society, when a group of people, a group of young men, they're all young men as well, come into your society and they start committing crimes, that would be like, oh my god, we, we, the media would be like, hang on, what is this group doing? But instead, it's a conspiracy of silence. Even when they're not covering it up, it's a conspiracy of silence. We, we we will publish one article about it, and then it'll just go onto the feed, and it's gone, and then oh, white men bad, white men bad, white men bad. Yes. Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate, and and but nonce, And so you've that's gone. You've forgotten about it. Well, Don't this, worry about and it. if there's an unfortunate incident yeah. where where some asshole does something bad, if that guy's a white guy, we're gonna hear about oh, it yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. well, but it, it, if he's just not a white guy, and, and you know. Scramble on Twitter. Yeah. Oh God! Please let him be a white guy. Please let him yeah, be a white yeah, guy. Yeah, that, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah, not well, saying please let him be a black guy. And, and, you know, yeah, like yeah. what the hell's that's wrong such with a you? Fucking fucked yeah. up, sick mentality. Yeah. Where I, I see this all the time, every day, and, and, it, and it's so fucking obvious. Like, please, yeah, yeah. Please let him be yeah. my my political opponent, please, yeah. so I could justify the government's use of force and extortion exactly. to justify uh, my fucked up ideology that thrives off of this and uses the dead bodies of fucking children to propagate my fucking oppression. I think I think a lot of people haven't connected the dots here yet um i'm not saying you guys i'm saying yeah, yeah, you know a lot yeah, of people yeah. in the world broadly yeah. is that there's a, a victim hierarchy really where oh, like yeah, yeah. if Absolutely. if you are of the privileged class which it doesn't mean you're privileged <laughs> privileged it just means you have some immutable Ooh. characteristic that they have decided ordained to be of the privileged class that you can be brutalized and there's just no conversation to be had about it and if you yeah. have that conversation about it you will be labeled a racist you see how fucking inverted that is yeah. that that if you have a, gr a genuine grievance because you have been injured terribly and you bring it up, <laughs> then you're racist because people are saying that any, uh, you know, egregious act can be brought against you and there's nothing that can be done about it. It's it's so it's so sick and twisted and dangerous. And I, and I don't think people understand, like historically, when you get to a point of otherizing a certain group of people and it's weird to talk about. I'll, I'll grant you it's weird to talk about this because it sounds like, like oh, yeah, you know, we, we don't think like or something. This, right? I don't That's I don't think exactly. Like this. We don't but, think like but this. they do. Yeah. And it's disturbing because yeah. now I'm recognizing that there is a a genuine potential that we could see like 
actual camps for white people. Like that's that's really where it seems as if it's headed. And I'm not I'm not saying we'll get there. No, no, I'm, and, and but yeah, yeah, that's but, the trajectory. But w- would one of them raise their voice in objection if the evil cabal and because the, the, what we're describing is the faith of this cabal, right? Would any would any one of the people in this cabal raise their voice in objection if they did do it? I if let's no, let's say tomorrow. Let's let's say tomorrow, right? And this this doesn't sound so far fetched. I think that um, education camps. No, no. Joe Biden comes out and goes, "Look, we're just going to collect up anyone who subscribed to Nick Fuentes. We're just going to they're they're a domestic terror threat, right? We're just going to collect them up and we're just going to keep them in Guantanamo Bay." Who's going to do it? Because they're, they're, they're Nick Fuentes fans. Everyone hates Nick Fuentes. They kind of did it with the Proud Boys already. Right. And they're, they're right. not even white. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them, yeah. And, 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 and no one, not one of them would raise their voice in objection. They'd be like, oh, well done. Finally, finally. The evil threat of the evil white racist males have been has been yep. conquered. Great. And it, it, they, they will do it. And we're talking about a motherfucking YouTuber. Like, that's yeah, exactly, really what Nick Fuentes exactly. is. It's like, what, what are yeah, we even exactly, talking about? Exactly. It's Who's like, only becoming more popular the more he gets attacked and, and vilified in the corporate media. Yeah. Like, people don't understand that it's a double-edged sword, the, the way yeah. it works, and just how just how insane all this is. It's yeah, creating it's crazy. a genuinely mad situation where you have literally disenfranchised an entire generation of the fighting-age men, right. and you've privileged foreign fighting-age men and you expect them to exist in a society together. You're humiliating your own and ennobling the other. And you think that this is just going to go on? It's it can't. It's, it's totally unsustainable. It, it's mad. You know. It's I'm genuinely worried for the future, man. I'm saying this because I got sons. You know, like of course. I'm I'm, I'm really worried. Well, and, and, and you already have the weaponization of the FBI, where they're labeling oh, yeah. many of these people as potential domestic violent extremists or domestic yeah. terrorists, and, and like they're not. These are like disaffected young boys, and we're yeah. gonna and we're gonna put them on fucking watch lists and spy on them. And and, and it's and not just them. them it's parent. Te- it's, it's people who attend parent teacher conferences. It's yeah. people who don't like abortion. Of course, it's people who are religious and and yeah. and love to be you know love the Catholic faith. It's like what the fuck. Well, the writing's on the wall here. It's pretty but, clear. But the thing is as well, they are lost boys because any man of our age could walk into a room full of them, and we would have more moral authority than any single one of them. Because we've got life experience. Sure. We'd be able to talk to them like they're the 20-year-olds that they are. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. There's a total lack of male leadership that is happening. Well, th- I think that's why I take this so personally. Is like what I see in them is just lost boys. Yes. Like yes. they just need fucking guidance. They don't need you to put them on a fucking watch list yeah. and make them feel as if they are, you know, irretrievable. Like, like what are we even talking about? These are young, <laughs> yeah, know, young boys that are born in this country. Like, why would you otherize them? Why would you treat them like they're fucking potential violent? And, and they actually are radicalized once you treat them that way. But yeah, more well, importantly, also stop them from having conversations. Because if you yeah. look at the, the censorship efforts, what, what they essentially do is they put people further and further mm. into farther corners of the internet where they discuss more and more radicalized ideas. And then you ask the question, who radicalized them? Well, well clearly, the, the people who are preventing them from even talking and discussing ideas in a real discussion where bad ideas could be met with good ideas. Right. Good ideas mm. are never going to be met with those ideas because they're denied from the general discourse. And this is why censorship is so fucked up and so evil and so fucking cruel. And I think there's a deliberate agenda by governments to push a larger divide and, and, and conquer and agenda that that is a part doubt. of the censorship. Without doubt. And, and what and what happens? Then you then you actually create some level of domestic violent extremists. Like it's going to happen if you continue yeah. on this trajectory. It will happen. And then you'll you'll just fully implement the war on terror that you implemented after but it'll 9/11. Be domestic. But it'll be domestic yeah, war yeah, on terror yeah, and yeah. you'll be double tapping fucking kids yeah. in Appalachia. How yeah. do you want to live in that country? 
Yeah. Ask yourself yeah, yeah. that. Do you want that? Fuck no, I don't want and that. And I, I love that they, they, they treat these 20-year-olds like they're Bin Laden, right? Do you think any one of these 20-year-olds has a coherent theory about the world? Not at all. Of course not. <laughs> they're fucking idiots, yeah. right? Because I know, because I was a 20-year-old young man as well, of course, of course. right? Every single one of us remembers how fucking thick we were when we were 20. <laughs> we didn't know shit about shit, but you've got Nick Fuentes or whoever being like, look, I've got a theory. It's like, oh, great. There we go. You know, these, if any, like, these should be apprentices, Yes. To older men yep. who are respectable figures who can guide them into the real world where the world isn't attacking them for being white men. And but we should be spending should be time. We should be spending resources yeah. talking to them, Absolutely. reaching out to them to make sure that they're good members of society. They should be that incorporated. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but through exactly. the ESG framework, their, ah, their yeah. job opportunities are now capped too. I've got a great example, right? In Britain, right? In the Royal Air Force. The, the the air military of the United Kingdom, there was a leaked memo discussion where they were like, we're getting too many useless white males applying because they're no good for the ESG scores. Yep. That's basically what they say. We need diversity. White or males DEI. aren't diverse. Yeah, yeah, DEI, the, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's just like, are you mad? You know, these are the people who run everything. You know, they 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 are the ones who are doing the drudge work, who are making sure that you have electricity, that make sure that your rubbish is taken out, that the... the, the the, the streets aren't running with sewage. Right. You know, that's who you're shitting on every goddamn day. And literally, the very top brass of the, in the United Kingdom's Air Force are like, we don't want useless white males. It's like, you ungrateful. They do the shit, but, shit but in America. We, we reached, oh, yeah, of course they do. Of yeah. course they do. I mean, yeah. look at Biden's fucking military. Look yeah, at God, exactly. look at all the clowns that are literally <laughs> in charge. Clowns, yeah. Literal clowns. And it's like, you ungrateful shits. You know, I'm not going to have any sympathy when things do happen. I'm, well, I'm just going to like, why well, there's I, no enlistment. I, I didn't want that. Yeah, exactly. How how can a young, how can a country fail to be able to motivate its young men to fight in its armed forces? Like you've well, got to really hate those young men. You got to really do yeah. everything in your power to fuck <laughs> yeah. their lives up, yeah. and they are because uh, young men dream of joining the army. They right. dream of fighting for the country. They yeah. dream of but it. But they Every can't get people man. to do it now. I know. Well, look, look, look what happened to Nick Sandman. <clears throat> you guys know about his yeah, yeah, case, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 the 2019 yeah. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. The, a kid smirked, and it was a front-line <laughs> national fucking news that he was the new fucking Hitler. Yeah. Absolutely fucking crazy that, that a, a young child who literally smirked captivated America's media attention to the point where we couldn't stop talking about it. And there was normies, there was NPCs, there was Kyles and Karens that went along with it and called him a horrible human being. Oh, he, got he didn't so... do fucking, he didn't do nothing wrong. Well, and he... From the other angle, when you got the other angle, he wasn't yeah. even smirking. Yeah. He's just got kind of a weird face. Well, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> he's kind of confused. You got this Indian yeah. guy walking up to him. Intimidating. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After they were racially abused yeah. by a bunch of black nationalists. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and keep, keep in mind too, you had that video that went super viral on X uh, last week, which by the way, I haven't seen on the news at all but on this? x it was these uh these i think it was a young hispanic and a young black kid in las vegas that they're driving and they see a oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, see yeah, a bicyclist yeah, yeah. and they run him over they run him over and they killed him yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's like this story yeah. like it, it, it was it's, just, it's just a white guy just compare the yeah. two though you know yeah. it, just, it was reported in local yeah exactly it was reported wild. in local news uh that he he died and it is like and elon musk called attention to this right and it's like good for you elon because no he was murdered yeah he was murdered for yeah. fun you yeah, know, for the, just the fun of it. It was a thrill to these just, fucking just kids. Just absolutely despicable yeah. behavior. But but my point is, the framing of yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. Sandman is that yeah. to, to the to CNN when yeah. they're talking about it. This kid fucking smirked in a, in a confrontation with an older man. He didn't he didn't throw a punch. He didn't say a <laughs> fucking word. And they're like they're like this is the biggest controversy. But on the inverse of that, you have some other kids that will run people over for no fucking reason. And it's like we can't even mention. Oh no, it. there was a good it's reason they, they were having fun. 
it was a joke. Oh, it was I know. a lot. That's awful. the thing. If it's it was awful. if it was an accident or something, okay, oh, fair no, enough. That'd be different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, this was intentional. It was, it was with fun. Malice. It was yeah, evil. I'm sure, I'm sure they didn't think they'd kill him, but it doesn't change oh, the you, you ran him over yeah, at 40 yeah, miles per hour. Like, uh, what do you think is going to yeah, happen, dude? And then the crime yeah. statistics, it was a, a white child. But yeah. in, in reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a Hispanic. And again, the, the, the crime statistics oh, are highly manipulated. And uh, Yeah, I don't believe them. You can't. You can't. No. The FBI also significantly underreports uh, a lot of cases where concealed carry um, independent citizens stop shooters and mass shooters. It's heavily uh, redacted information and data that they keep away from the general public as well the mass shooter narrative oh it's all white boys no it's not yep. no, no it's not you yep. can actually look at composites of the people convicted for mass shootings and it's mostly not white people no yeah. Yeah. sorry yeah. but yeah. if you bring that up Oh, mm, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I gathered that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so awful. Uh, but honestly, no, if I just talk, uh, I'm racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in such a perverse world, though. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. Black is white, up is down, and everything <laughs> is just polar fucking opposite of what it actually is. And if it's advertised to you, if it's told to you, it's usually a lie. It's usually propaganda. Yeah, it's yeah. usually meant as a part of a larger agenda that fucks you over, screws you over, and takes advantage of your gullibleness by some really ruthless evil motherfuckers that, that use your money to rape small children. It's not gullibleness. It's goodwill, right? Because yeah. that's the problem. The average person who's not like super plugged into politics like we are is just well-meaning. And yeah. they think, oh, well, you know, I just want things to go well. And if these people are the people who have been voted into power, then I assume that they're legitimate and right. I'm going to cooperate in goodwill because I'm a good person. Yeah. And that's the not the problem, but that's how they're doing all of this. Yeah, I want to go along with society. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. You know, cause person. any rifts. I don't want to cause I would, any problems. I would argue, actually, that is the problem. That, that well, I mean, yeah, that yeah, because yeah, yeah. because they have been, uh, you know, convinced yeah. that just go along. Like if you if you rise up, if you consider voting for anything other than yeah, the Joe two Biden body, or yeah. whatever, you know, then then you are part of the problem. Then you are as evil as. You know, the J6ers, and you ought to be excommunicated from society. And a lot yeah, of young yeah. people, that holds sway over them. They don't know anything. So they just look at it and they go, look, I don't want to be hated by everybody. So, f yeah, I love Joe Biden, whatever the fuck. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave me alone. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you have the other kids that are rebelling and they're voting in quiet and they're just sitting there like this and they're just yeah. waiting for the day that they get to yeah, take over the entire. I, I don't, don't want to bring this back. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Let's not do this. Let's do something else. I, I mean, I, the well, okay sign was pretty good. The okay thing was pretty good because it's, it's a yeah. fucking okay sign. Yeah. They fucking freaked out yeah, about that. Oh, uh, weird, so. yeah. Next time I'm on the date, I'm just going to sit like this in front of my date and just, and just see what the fuck happens. I'll tell you that you're not going to get a second date. <laughs> She'll know. She'll know. She'll yeah. be like, that's an Andrew Tate thing. He's, he's one of them. He sees. Or maybe it could work. You never yeah. know. But I honestly didn't even know Andrew Tate did a hand thing. Well, I've only heard it. I haven't actually even seen it myself i've right. only seen it described in writing right oh, okay. but it sounded like they were doing this right so uh, I, I saw a bunch of like uh twitter posts i i follow the craziest people and yeah, yeah. i follow the the most conspiracy theories of conspiracy yeah, theories, yeah, sure, conspiracy yeah. theorists <laughs> and they're like andrew tate a part of the illuminati he's right, giving so he does the pyramid do. sign right, 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 that right, jay-z right. does because jay-z does it right. as well and all well, these elites do I just as well did it and because allegedly I'm it's the pyramid them and, and they're gonna now think i'm one of them too don't make me cover my eyes or, oh, or, I'm in trouble now. Or you got to go like this with your with your thing and the Masonic si signals and symbols. Yeah, there's a lot of different crazy well, stuff out well, there. With like, like you put your, your, well, your, your oh, as if you're wearing a, sh a, yeah, a yeah, one yeah, of the jackets. Yeah, yeah right, you, right, do, right. you do that and right. uh, a lot I'm of weird stuff. That. that sounds uh, like a that comfortable note, way to let, Let's get into some of the super chats. One easy and quick way you guys could super chat on all platforms is on mysuperchat.com. The link is down in the description. We got one in the beginning of the broadcast by Holm E. Brian, who said. Says, your mic 
mic is off, Luke. Yeah, thank you, Holm, <laughs> Brian. The USB wasn't pushed in. We're, we're boomers. We're just beginning here. We're just starting off here. This is our fourth episode, uh, a really fun episode. We have a lot of fun doing this, uh, but we're still getting all the kinks out. We only have uh, three cameras. You got my camera, you got the, the guest camera, and of course, you got Steph's camera. And, uh, you know, we're still figuring this all out. But so far, all the shows, the audience members, the participation has been awesome. I really appreciate it. So, yeah, during the beginning of this broadcast, you see me going crazy. And then that didn't matter because the <laughs> USB wasn't pushed in. So we're still working out all the kinks. Next episode, that's not going to happen. And, of course, the audio only is going to improve. I know it's not perfect on my mic right now. It's kind of driving me crazy. And I'm like, I want my audio to be perfect. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm kind of producing, half producing, half pulling everything up so we're, we're still doing all that we also You're doing a great job luke we're figuring it out we're gonna make it happen no matter what we also got a rumble rant another way you guys could super chat by daddy dragon who's asking ask your guest guest about the difference between english and british why do we need to talk about england who the deep state tried to destroy Ooh, um to be honest with you, this is a really long conversation that I, I have as often as I can have it. Um, the, the, the British state <clears throat> and the British identity that goes with it is not an ethnic identity, right? Whereas Scottish, of course, is an ethnic identity. You know, a Latino is an ethnic identity, or possibly. Um, like, you know, Welsh, Irish, French, German, these are ethnicities that are being described. Um, the British state is a geographic identity, right? So ethnicities, four ethnicities, or more actually, really, but like, you know, say th you know, four major ethnicities in the British Isles, which is Great Britain and Ireland are the British Isles. The, the, the British state, which used to be the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland, uh, which is now Northern Ireland, um, this is a kind of artificial identity that nobody really embodies, right? Nobody is actually a British person because that doesn't mean anything, right? It, it's, mm. a, it's a political term that describes a geographic state. But people are Scottish, English, Welsh, Irish, right? Mm -hmm. And so these are the genuine, like, inherent ethnic identities. Like, you have, you know, black, Mexican, whatever, right? Um, so it's kind of like American. It, it's kind of like American, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so this identity um, is also very inclusive and multinational because, of course, it comes from the British Empire. Mm. Uh, and so there are lots of people who are British who are not a native to the United Kingdom uh, or, you know, a native, one of the native tribes of the UK. Because these these cultures in Britain are so old that they literally go back to tribes, literal tribes. Wow. Like the, literally the Anglo-Saxons. Literally, that's what the English came from. The word English comes from that. The Welsh. <laughs> I didn't even know that Welsh, was a tribe, if I'm right, being honest. The, the, no, it's, it's, a, it's a series of tribes, actually. Yeah. But they, they have a, a shared political identity. Welsh, right, that's... a. The, the, these people actually call themselves Cymru, right? That's the actual tribal name for hmm. this people because Welsh is the Anglo-Saxon word for foreigner. Right? You're all limey blokes to me. Exactly. You all but, lost but, in the but, Revolutionary but, War. <laughs> we won. It's, it's over. Is, but you know reason, what? We're one and oh. But Daddy Dragon is absolutely right to want to highlight and emphasize the difference because the British identity is not essentially one of the native identities of the United Kingdom. And actually, the native identities of the United Kingdom are the, th are the people who are suffering under the current British... Like, essentially, England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland are the last countries that are being occupied by the British Empire. 
is essentially oh, what wow. that means. That's what That's he's interesting saying. Interesting right? framing, yeah. But but it's true yeah, as yeah. well. It's also true. Yeah. And you can see the imperial mindset that still lingers in Westminster, where they're like, Britain's the you know going to be number one at this, number one. Well, that time's passed, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that that time's passed. You know, it's a great moment in our history where we were number one and everything. But actually, the world has changed, and we should change with it. You know, we've we've got this imperial hangover that we're afraid of addressing in Britain. Right? If it wasn't for lemons, you guys wouldn't be where you guys are right now. <laughs> Cocktail. <laughs> I think, I think it was limes, <laughs> but you are right. Yeah, 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 you yeah, are yeah, right, yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another two dollar uh, super chat by Cocteau, who says Moloch doesn't close the door without opening a window. See, mm-hmm. I, I guess that makes All sense. Right. Ty No M Cloud says thanks. Well, thank you for the rumble rat. I really appreciate that. Um, let's keep going on and seeing if we got any more here as we pull up any of your comments. And I, I do wish Rumble had a better system for showing us who super chatted. Yes, uh, but you know they're, they're still figuring it all out. We got another one by uh, NSS who says, "Please watch 100 Monkeys on Amazon Prime." 100 Monkeys? Have you guys ever watched that? No, I've only seen 12 Monkeys, yeah, me which too. I love. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. I haven't 100 seen 100 Monkees? One. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of Some Zuma remake of 12 That reminds monkeys. me of the 100th Monkey Effect, which is like about consciousness and when like certain monkeys in one area, once it goes over the 50%, then all the monkeys kind of learn the same skills and tools, so it shows how consciousness uh, is connected. I've heard, I've heard about that with innovations in human history, too. So it's like hmm. it's actually applicable to all sapiens, I guess. Maybe. Potentially. This has been a freaking fun show. Um, the conversation was was pretty wild, especially here on Rumble. We kind of we were very careful when we were on YouTube. You go. It, it was very like fuck. I can't say this. I can't say that. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how Trump was telling everyone to get the vaccine a couple months ago, which is really fucked up uh, and and stupid in my opinion. Yeah. I think his latest comments on the vaccine are also kind of really stupid. But oh. but but at least I get to say it here. I do believe the last thing I, I kind of want to bring up. One thing I do fear because I know I, I know your 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 Trump story redemption arc makes perfect sense, and I know it aligns with the official story that we're being told in the trajectory that we're on. One thing that I fear is Trump gets into office. All they have to do, Peter Daszak, CIA, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, he's like, release uh, COVID 2.0. Let's get another Trump scene. Let's get another lockdown. As, of course, Trump never really uh, apologized for it. But I think that's their Trump card. And I think if it's DeSantis, it's more war. I think if it's Trump, it's going to be more uh, of a bioweapon that's going to be deliberately released again. Because why wouldn't they? Because that's, that's what he did. Uh, he followed the, the, the protocols, he followed the policies, he locked people down, he criticized yep. Sweden, he criticized uh, Republican lawmakers who were against it, he you know, gave Big Pharma everything they wanted. That's my fear, and this is why I'm not fully behind, personally, the Trump team. I don't know how that affects you or, or your thoughts I mean, on that, because that's saying, what I think uh, intellectually no, no, could nothing happen. Nothing you're saying is wrong, and really, for me, it's just, well, Trump's a 72-year-old boomer, yeah. right? The world he grew up in doesn't exist anymore, and he doesn't realize it, because... When you're that old, I don't think you're that agile mentally, right? It's Trump. Trump has always had the right political instincts, I think, and he's always and I and I do think like I mean, what what I find absolutely fucking phenomenal is the amount of investigations into Trump that's just found nothing. Exactly. Like yeah. who who in go back go back to like the '90s, right? Who would have put money on that it's Donald Trump that comes out to have been the goodest boy and has done nothing wrong? Who, who would have put money? I wouldn't have put money in that. No. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. not. You'd be like, well, no. You'd have to give me a thousand to one odds because yeah, exactly. I would have been sure that he was like mob exactly. tied or something. But New York Playboy billionaire, yeah. you know, real he's estate. Then he's, he's not with Epstein, partying with yeah, Epstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. He's got to have some major dirt on him, and they turn up everything and find nothing, and it's like, okay. 
That's actually very interesting to me as a mark of the man's character, right? As in, Donald Trump's got many, many flaws, obviously. And I think Boomer faith in the institutions is one of those flaws. Because I think that he thought, okay, well, I agree. You know, all the credible people, all the doctors are coming and going, there's a real disease. We need a vaccine. And we're going to get that vaccine. It's going to look good on Trump's record. You know, Trump, it'll be the Trump vaccine. And everyone will look. He's like, I'm cutting red tape. I'm allowing them to develop drugs faster. No liability for big pharma. They can kill anyone they want. I I know, but obviously that's not how they sold it to him. And and now the problem with Trump is he can never really go back on what he's already done because of his ego and because of the way he projects himself. So that's the fatal flaw, though. Like, if I I could just know that he knows that he fucked up. Even if he didn't I, say it, but if I could just know I that, think, I'd I feel better. I think he probably does, right? I hope. He went on with Tucker Carlson. He was like, look, I was pretty naive the first time I was in. You know, and he did. He just said this. But he, he gave a very naive answer on yeah. uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. He was asked about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, he, he was asked if Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, and he goes yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, he killed himself." I'm like, "What the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, I know, like, I know. Under I know. his administration, that's where the but, cover up happened. But remember, the world he grew up in, the institutions in America are actually trustworthy, right? Uh, like the world he grew up in, I had faith in America. Why wouldn't you? You know, we all had faith when we were young because we weren't. You know, the the the, the situation hadn't become like it is now, right? Yeah. The capture hadn't happened. Right. It was in progress, but it hadn't been finished. It, it, it right? wasn't so obvious for sure. Exactly, yeah. and and the institutions actually seem like the Democrats didn't ever used to want to destroy America. Like they actually seemed like Bill Clinton. Like he, if you bring his plan forward now from 1997, it's a great plan. He's a moderate conservative. Yeah, we need. We, yeah, exactly right. We need the border. We need to make American jobs. We need ma- American manufacturing. Like, this is just like you listen to. Like I would vote for that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you vote for that? It wasn't. I hate white people, and we need to destroy this country. And also, by the way, we're going to bring in billions of foreigners and right. make sure that you never and get we, a job we, or a house. And we or anything need like socialism. That. Yeah, and we, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that. Right. Something has changed yep. from when Donald Trump dramatically, grew up. massively, and in my country too, it's exactly the same, right? And so, it, Donald Trump, I just think, is a man of his time. Obviously, and believe me, if if we were choosing our champions, I would definitely have chosen someone a bit younger and a bit more nimble in his mental faculties. Yeah. But we are given the champions by fate. Donald Trump is the one who has the mandate of heaven, right? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> his, you know I'm right. His supporters absolutely believe he's got the mandate exactly. of heaven. And yeah. so I don't get to choose. Uh, he's the guy in the story. He's the he's the character. He's the main character look, of the story. I, I don't get to choose. I'm not even a Trump supporter, and I yeah. still kind of want the story to end with him. Right. Well, with him, like, coming out of prison right back yeah. into the White House. That's fucking awesome. I want him jailing them all, you know, driving them yeah. out, routing, you know, and, and maybe he's got the venom in him to do it now. That, that's... You know? That's Tim Pool's belief. I hope yeah, he's right. I, I hope so too. I don't know, you know, and I might be wrong. And it, it's totally fair in five years' time to be like, "Look, he's an idiot. Right. He didn't do any." I'd be like, "Yeah, man. I like I said, I wouldn't have chosen him, but I have enjoyed watching the show." Yeah, it's, so, it's not boring. No, it's yeah. not. But his latest comments on the, the yeah, abortion, yeah. on the vaccine, and uh, if someone could Democrat. be a, uh, if a if a man could be a woman, were, were pretty uh, uh, jarring to if, say the least. But but regardless of what you think, yeah. I don't think the solution comes through voting. I think the solution comes with you as an individual deciding to live a better life and not a life that entangles yourself with all these other demonic energies all around you promoting some really fucked up shit. You being the happiest, strongest version of yourself is a modern day act of resistance, which you should prioritize more than ever because if you do not do any of those things, if you're not hyper paranoid and and super careful about what you surround yourself with energetically, what you put into your body, what you put into your mind, you're being absolutely fucked by the system. Don't be fucked by the system Unfuck yeah. yourself by just doing small little things like like meditating, 
voting with your dollar and being the best version of yourself to your family, to your communities, to your neighborhoods, to your countries. And however big or small you want to look at it, I think that's the biggest message that I think we need to um, tell the American people, tell the Western people, tell the people of the Western world more than ever. On that note, we already went long. We were supposed to go for two hours. We went a little bit longer. Uh, I, I, I do want to thank Rumble for, for putting us on, on the front page here. I want to thank all the people who are a part of this broadcast. Make sure to subscribe, click the notification button. This is one of many broadcasts. We are going to have the libs of TikTok lady on here for another show. We're going to have a lot of... Very very special guest. We're going to be doing live reporting from the communist shithole state known as California. I am leaving for Los Angeles tomorrow, and I will be there on the ground. If you're there, uh, let me know if there's any interesting news stories you want me to work on. I will be there at the presidential debates. Expect me to go live on the scene there. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. Follow us everywhere. Uh, thank you for everyone that supported us on mysuperchat.com. Thank you for everyone shopping on wearechange.shop and supporting the independent media broadcast if you like the shirt that i'm wearing that by the way all the chicks here in miami fucking dig you can get it on, <laughs> no, no, no. This, on right. the best political shirts.com this is true because he's yeah. got the same thing like written on the back of his car <laughs> and we're driving around earlier and people are just taking photos of the car <laughs> yeah. right yeah. It, no no it's totally true there is a resistance that finds this brilliant. <laughs> I, I went out Friday night and I literally had to call like one of my female friends. I was like, I need your help. I'm getting mobbed here all the fucking time. It's, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's fucking crazy. Not a fucking joke. Get it's the shirt well. on the best political shirts.com. Thank you so much for your support. Carl, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we had a crazy day. We went shooting yeah. right after we went shooting. You're still tan. You're still red from that. In, I from that day. It's I, hot in here too. I, I, I can't thank you enough for uh, giving us your time, giving yeah. us your commentary this was a really fun conversation where can people find you and support your work uh you can find us on lotusita.com or on youtube and rumble and everywhere else as the podcast of the lotus eaters uh we hopefully do great work i think we've got a massive team we've got 13 people in the in the 14 people in the company and everyone there is brilliant as well i just want to keep give it just a quick sort of thing where look i am really undereducated formally in everything everyone there is like master's degree or better I don't have a master's degree. Right? Every one of my colleagues is brilliant in their field. And we've, we, we cover the whole gamut of just, you know, politics, obviously, philosophy, economics, history, everything. And we're, we are doing, we're doing the sort of work that really the sort of the, the mainstream should be doing to try and figure out what the problems are. That's why, that's why I can talk about these things so, so thanks dog that, so that i'll take that as an endorsement that's why i can talk about these things so fluidly because we spend a lot of time actually thinking okay what do they mean by magic you know it's like mm -hmm. we, we need to because you know, that that doesn't come out of thin air you got to spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting on these things and that's all the kind of work we've been doing it's quite highbrow stuff apart from on the podcast where we have fun like we had today um but all the stuff that we do on the website is really highbrow and i'm really really proud of it um so if you want to support us it's five pound a month to sign up but you get access to tons of really intellectual content that I honestly would stand on any of it. Yeah, that, that link to your channel is also down in Thank our you. description below, so definitely make sure to subscribe and check out everything Carl is doing. Clint! Yeah, I just wanted to double up on that. Uh, I love to see people that go out and create the entrepreneurial path and a platform of their own so that they cannot be censored. Congrats to you. Thank Lotus you. Eaters, 
please do support his work. And then uh, I am the host of Liberty Lockdown. And completely on the inverse of what he just described with these intelligent people that he that he works with, I I work with a bunch of retarded guys on this uh, comedy show called Tower Gang, and you'll really enjoy that. It's on it's <laughs> it's on Rumble. Uh, also, Liberty Lockdown is on Rumble. I would actually prefer you guys support me over there because if you've noticed based off of how I talk, I probably won't be on YouTube much longer. So. Uh, yeah, Liberty Lockdown and at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter. Thank you again. I can confirm they are retarded. <laughs> I am too, but it's okay. <laughs> Steph. Oh, I have a master's. I just don't use it. I'm here enjoying all of these conversations with these wonderful people, meeting new people, and just so happy to push these buttons <laughs> when the time may be. So, yes, you can find me 